Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's happening, Mike Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast? You know, I, I don't prefer to look at this as late. I'm not, you know, I don't feel tardy, as you know, but I will say this. This is a bonus. This is a two-pack. Don't even fucking bust my balls, because I'll tell you what, this, in addition to being the last show of 2020, this is the first show of 2021. So I had to work extra hard. I had, I had to brainstorm and figure out exactly what I was going to talk about, because it's two, two, two mints in one. Two, two, two shows in one. This fucking podcast has rets in. Do you know what that means? It means a splash of some clear liquid that Sertz invented, which I think is sugar. I have no fucking idea. Back a million years ago, Sertz was like, Sertz with Retsin. And uh, and it was like a syrup. It like In the commercial, it just dropped on it. It might have been, you know, I, I bet it was like, uh, what's a cold animal? Po- it's polar bear cum. They just had a polar bear cum on their minty lifesavers. That's the that's the Sertz with Retsin. Uh, they, they had a penguin cum on it. Oh, penguin cum. Now, I'll tell you what. Let me ask you this. Penguins ejaculate, right? That's probably a thing that we shouldn't go ahead and debate right now this early in the year. Let's wait. <laughs> Why, why would the time of year have anything to do with that? Let's wait. I'm going to say till the end of the summer. At the end of the summer is probably the best time to discuss penguin ejaculate. However, we can talk about polar bear ejaculate all, all day long, all year long, all goddamn day long, every, every fucking month, every day and every month, every hour on the clock. Every, you know what? Every hour on the hour, every hour on the half hour. Let's talk about it twice an hour. Let's talk about polar bear come, right? Shouldn't we? No, no, we shouldn't. Let's back off. Uh, what other animals are there? Walruses? Uh, I don't want to think about walrus come. That's gross. Polar bears are majestic. So if, you, if they run off a bat, you're like, look at that majestic polar bear rope getting shot across the tundra. Uh, but a walrus, you're just like, look at that fat fuck with tusks buried in his belly as he fucking strokes himself off with two flippers. Blah. Do you want, let me ask you this. If you if, Think of the cartoons. All right. When you watch the Coca-Cola cartoon, you see those polar bears. And they look fun and frozen and snuggly. And have you ever thought to yourself, well, I'll bet they come. I'll bet they ejaculate. And it's not so gross. You're just like, meh. You know, I guess that happens, right? Polar bears do it. But if you watched an old Woody Woodpecker cartoon and you saw Wally Walrus come on screen, he starts talking in that fucking Swedish accent or whatever the fuck. He's like, Wally Walrus. And you're like, oh, can you imagine Wally Walrus fucking something or anything or or just jerking off by himself? No, you can't. And, And we know this. Look, there's no doubt about this. Wally Walrus fucks. He was a big name in the cartoon industry. All the cartoon people fuck. Foghorn Leghorn is fucking. Wiley Coyote's getting laid. Roadrunner as well. Silently with a meat meat, but it doesn't matter because he's fucking going to town. He's having it. Porky Pig, he's doing it. 
They're all getting fucking laid. All these cartoon dudes, including Volley Valris. And I know you don't want to think about that. I just said, I just said we didn't want to think about that, right? Didn't I just say, well, there's no reason to talk about that. My computer just made a noise. That's not good. Is that a good noise? Let me take a look. I, was it not plugged in or was it plugged in? You know, I tell you, here's what happens when you do a show 13 years. You, you, you get, you feel confident enough to stop down in the middle of it and go, what was that noise? <laughs> Most of your favorite bands, when they do an album, if you hear a song and be like, oh my God, this song's a total jam. We won't get fooled again. Hey, what was what was that noise, Roger? Hello, Roger. What was that noise? That's Keith Moon. Because uh, Pete Townsend's a little more reserved. He talks a little like this, I would say. Oh, that's wrong. It's a bad Pete Townsend. Uh, but Roger, when we told Roger what to do, he said, I'm going to punch you in the face if you don't let me in your band. And that's totally true. Go read that. I'm sure I've talked about it in the past because it's stuck in my brain. Roger Daltrey just basically beat up Pete Townsend and said, I'm, oh, I'm your lead singer now, Roy. And Pete Townsend, of course, is uh, is very dainty and more of a, an intellectual person. Uh, he's out biting rough boys, certainly, but that doesn't make him tough. And he was uh, and Roger, uh, Roger Daltrey's, uh, he, you know what? He's what the British gangster films would call a gazer. Roger Deltry's a gazer. So he shows up like the mods in fucking Quadrophenia and he rolls his fucking sleeves up and he slicks his hair back and he punches Pete Townsend in the fucking pectoral muscle. And Pete Townsend's like, ah, that's why Pete Townsend developed the guitar thing. Did you know that? You know, the windmill? It's because fucking <laughs> Roger Daltrey during rehearsal would consistently punch him in the pectoral muscle and he was just fucking miagging him. He was just fucking, he was just fucking painting the fence. He, that's, you know what? Pete Townsend's windmill guitar move was not only painting the fence, but it was sanding the floor. He was doing both at the same time. Fuck you, Miyagi. Townsend would handle Miyagi. Can't handle Daltrey because Daltrey's a gazer. However, he could totally handle Miyagi in a fist fight because Miyagi's only got, he's got to paint the floor and sand the fence. But fucking Townsend is like, is like painting the floor and sanding the fence all at the same time with the windmill. And again, he developed because fucking Daltrey was slapping him in the fucking pectoral every time he got something wrong. And here's the thing. Pete Townsend never really got anything wrong. In rehearsal, Pete Townsend was fucking nailing it. And also, Pete Townsend's like, hey, Roger, why do you think that's wrong? I wrote the song. I know exactly what it's supposed to be. And just thunk, punch in the pectoral. I'm all gaze. I don't know why Daltrey talks like that, but he might. Uh, <laughs> see me, fail me, touch me, hail me. But then when they put it on wax, uh, he went ahead and cleaned it up. Because he knew, look, they know he knew nobody was going to accept a gaze singing in a popular band. So he said, you know what? I got to throttle this down. Imagine if he said it like this. I woke up in a Soho doorway. A policeman knew my name. Geezer. You'd be like, this fucking song blows. But if he sings it the way he sings it now, it's just that he's just got. And you know what? There's just enough of a rough edge. He hasn't sanded it off completely. I mean, you still, even though it's Roger Daltrey, you're like, this guy's a jam. But at the same time, you're also like, this guy sounds like he might punch his guitarist in the pectoral occasionally. And occasionally works. That works in a goddamn band. But if you knew that he was a guy uh, who was constantly punching guys in the pectoral, particularly Roger Daltrey, he's not going to punch Moon because Moon's a fucking psychopath. And, uh, and and Whistle's just fucking, you know, smoking cloves and banging chicks off in the corner. He doesn't give a fuck. He lets Townsend handle Daltrey. And he's, he's like, should I show up and be the greatest bassist of all time yet? And they're like, no, hold on. I got to punch Peter because all my gays And he punches fucking Townsend and Townsend gets the windmill going to try to fend him off. Uh, meanwhile, Moon drinks fucking 18 ounces of goddamn vodka and then vomits in a snare drum to get a better sound on it. That's why that's why Moon had the unique drum sound. You thought Bonham had a different drum sound. Well, listen to Moon. Moon's not just fucking all over the place with the goddamn octopus arms. He's not flying all over the goddamn place. Uh, there was vomit in the casing of every snare drum that fucking Keith Moon ever played. That's what gave him that fucking rich sound because there was the, his guts were sloshing around inside there. A couple of points, right? 
Uh, why am I making Keith Moon a geezer? I don't think I am. I shouldn't. There can't be two geezers in one band. We're lucky to have one geezer in one band. We can't have a geezer in another band. I bet Bon Scott was a geezer, even though he's Australian. He was. Uh, I'm, I'm going to expose my lack of accents. Because <laughs> uh, Crawley Gee, this is Australia. No, I mean, it's more of an English geezer. I, I, I refuse to. You know what? Don't ask me. I know you guys are sitting there. You're like, please, Mike, please commit to a Bon Scott impression. And I won't. Uh, when I look at your own high society, I can't do it. <laughs> Ballroom notoriety. I can't. God, stop pressuring me, people. All right. It's the last show of 2020. First show of 2021. And, uh, and yes, it's fucking Monday. All right. I get it. I'm not recording it on Monday, but you're hearing this shit on Monday. Not shit. This show. I just, I'm, why am I so mean to myself? Why, why do I have such bad language for myself? Uh, you're hearing the show on Monday and, uh, and that can't be denied. That can't be argued. Although I guess you could argue it if you wanted to, if you wanted to show up here with a fucking stool and sit across my desk and just look me in the eyes and goes, you know what? It's fucking Wednesday, man. And I'll go bullshit. I'm recording this on a fucking Sunday to release on a goddamn Monday. You can say that it's Wednesday all you want, but you're wrong. And I can stare you directly in your fucking lying eyes and you can't prove it to me. And I'll tell you this right now, you can't hide your lying eyes. And your smile is a thin disguise. I thought by now you'd realize there ain't no way for you to hide your lying eyes, right? So this podcast is coming out on a goddamn Monday, I think. I don't know. It'll be out late Sunday, maybe. I don't know. Late Sunday, early Monday. And with time zones, you know, it might still be fucking Thursday somewhere. You know what? It's Thursday somewhere, right? Should we do that? Can I just go ahead and commit to that? It's fucking Thursday somewhere on another planet in Jupiter. I don't even know because they go around the moon differently than us. Maybe they have a long ass Thursday. Let me ask you this. What if it's always Thursday on Jupiter? You know what? That's my excuse. Fuck yeah. If this show comes out on a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday or a fucking Monday because I want to fucking hang myself, uh, then we'll just say it's a Jupiter show. This is a goddamn Jupiter festival, man, because it's always Thursday on Jupiter. Get up there. Go up there. Go watch Seinfeld. It was on on Thursday. Seinfeld and then Will and Grace. And then uh, what was that other fucking dumb show with fucking Kirstie Alley in flowing robes and a moo just eating fucking craft services and insulting everybody? Probably, uh... Uh, Victoria's Secret? No. Veronica's Closet. There you go. Veronica's Closet. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was Friends and Seinfeld and, uh, and fucking Veronica's Closet. See, they, there was always that one shitty show that they jammed in there. It would always be like, we've got Friends, we've got Seinfeld, we've got Will and Grace, all these shows kick ass. Let's give Brooke Shields a show for no fucking reason at all. All right. Yeah, why not? She's not doing anything. Uh, they, they, all right, NBC has a show. Now, look, I don't watch fucking TV anymore because I don't have TV anymore. You know that. My friend Pat Francis cut the cord when he was painting my house. And I went ahead and said, you know what? Fuck you, DirecTV, because they wouldn't do anything for me. And so we bailed on it. And so I don't watch a lot of TV anymore. So that's one of the reasons I find myself stuck for what to talk to you guys about, because nothing else is going on in my goddamn life. At least, at least if I was sitting around watching television, I could give you some educated thing about like Wonder Woman 2 or whatever the fuck. Uh, but I haven't watched that because I've heard it's fucking awful from everybody who ever fucking saw it. Everybody just fucking hates it. Because I think, you know what, and here's the thing, pop culture is suffering because you got to watch it in your fucking house. It's a lot easier to judge something harshly when you watch it in your fucking living room and you're wearing no socks. You know what I mean? Like if you're in a movie theater, you got to pay 20 bucks. You got to go out, you got to have some popcorn, you got to have a seat, navigate there, use their restroom. You know, maybe uh, you're in a room where a bunch of other guys have their cocks out. That's fucking, that always enhances a film. Uh, And then you go ahead and you sit down, you check it out. And you know what? You want to like it. Because you made it a night out. You went to a theater. You sat in a dark place. It was air conditioning, whatever the fuck. You're like, yes, you know what? And it puts you in a good mood and you want to like the film. But if you're at home, 
and you're constantly pausing it to go ahead and fucking, you know, take a leak or fucking get up and get a beer or do anything. Check your fucking phone. Hey, I got to pause Wonder Woman because I got to see what's going on on Facebook. Then you're just harshly judging it no matter what. So I'm and look, look, I don't listen to me. I think I talked about did I talk about Wonder Woman last week? I don't fucking know, man. When was last week's show? Was on Christmas, Christmas Eve. All I know is I've heard terrible fucking things about the goddamn show. I, I, I've heard nobody liked it and everybody hated it, uh, which I guess would work if nobody liked it and everybody hated it. But then there's always those fucking benign people that are like, <laughs> here's the way here's the way this shit works. A movie comes out and everybody fucking dunks all over it. They just hate it. Everybody just fucking does a Dr. J from the free throw line windmill right in its face. Kaboom! Have a fucking seat. Everybody Daryl Dawkins the shit out of that movie and they walk away holding the rim, crunching broken glass that came from the lens of the camera that showed you the movie. I mean, they just fucking hate it, right? And everybody makes fun. Everybody gets their jokes off. And they're like, ha ha, Pascal, whatever the fuck. I know it's a Trump story and ah, it's the 80s and all this bullshit I heard about Wonder Woman. Now, I'll tell you what. I saw the original Wonder Woman, as I've talked about before. I saw it with my good friend Ahmad. Uh, Ahmad Alawadi, who is uh, the co-CEO of Emerald Alawadi LLC. He uh, he and I went when he was in town. And uh, you know what? I don't want to speak for Ahmad. I don't want to presume to tell tales out of school. But uh, I liked it because I thought I'd hate it. I only went because kind of Ahmad wanted to see it, you know. But then the word came out that it was pretty good. And I don't... Uh, I mean, this is going to sound terrible. All right. And I shouldn't even be this fucking guy. You know me. I've had cape fatigue. But at the same fucking time, I, I, don't, I don't care for DC. No, no, don't, nobody, nobody wants to see DC Comics movies because they don't have any idea how to do it. It is always just this weird naked cash grab. You know, they they make Dark Knight Returns. and Everybody's like, holy fuck. And then they make 14 movies about people you don't care about. Oh, good. It's Superman again. Oh, who is he going to fight? Oh, nobody important. And oh, great. Kryptonite. Really? Is that the only thing we can think of to use with this fucking guy? Yes, it is. Because it's the only thing that makes him weak. Otherwise, he's the superest man in the fucking world. Superest man? You know, there's a movie I watch. Go ahead and make Superest Man. You know what? Maybe he comes to town and fucks Superman up. What if you did that? What if you had Superman and he was ready? He was like, fuck it. I'm a captain. I'm a fucking hero. I'm the man. And uh, he wasn't such a whiny pussy. He was in love with Lois Lane and gave up his powers or whatever the fuck else they convinced him to do in every show. Why are they trying to always constantly make Superman less super? And look, I didn't see the mustache movie. I, I don't know about that fucking movie, Justice League or any of that bullshit. I didn't watch that because, again, they're fighting. I, I DC has no villains. I mean, Batman has all the villains. That's it. I didn't watch Aquaman because I don't need to see. I, I, as I've talked about before, I just I don't want to see a guy strangle a fish. I, I've, I've had the Internet long enough to where I'm sure I've seen that already. And I didn't need to see a guy in an orange costume do it. Oh, it's Jason Momoa. And I guess he's got personality walk, personality talk, personality style, personality charm, personality. All right. Um, over and over. All right. Uh, he should be Lobo. Why are they fucking around? Just make Jason Momoa Lobo. But they'll fuck a Lobo movie up. They'll like they'll make him nice to people. And they'll be like, why? What are you doing here? Why have you ruined Lobo? Don't ruin my Lobo. Um, but instead they make Momoa Aquaman when every Aquaman I've ever seen was like a, like a, a blonde ballet dancer. But instead now they've got this fucking brooding Momoa dude with the swirling fucking hair. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's Aquaman, right? Is that him? Did they, would they, did they redraw him in the, what's, what's his name? Arthur. I mean, dude, fucking Aquaman's name is Arthur. Kick the shit out of that guy. Right. His name's Arthur something. I think, right. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't, cause I didn't read DC as a kid. 
I read Spider-Man, I read a little Batman, because Batman's Batman, but he doesn't count as DC, because he was the breakout guy, but then you'd be reading Batman, and they'd be like, hey, look at Cyborg, it's like, that can't be a fucking hero's name, that's just a robot's name, that's generic Cyborg, and then they put Cyborg in the Justice League movie, like he belonged there or something, and then it turns out that the set was toxic, and everybody was mean to Cyborg, and, and all the actors are backing up Cyborg and his claims, and now DC has to claim that they weren't. And now they're making the Snyder Cut, which is like four hours with the Justice League. I didn't even watch the initial goddamn Justice League, right? I just don't know why they fucking step on their dicks. I watched Birds of Prey last year. I talked about that on here. And it was like, uh, all right, I guess. I mean, I it was this weird thing where it's like Harley Quinn is crazy and ridiculously fucking hot and sexy and, and you know, every everything that a borderline personality chick should be, but also wearing crazy high shorts. And you're like, yes, that is what I want to see. So what do they do? They come out with a second movie where she's uh, she's a feminist hero and she wears sweatpants or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I don't mean to be that guy who's terrible because, again, I know it's about representation. You hear that all the time where they're like, hey, when they make a Disney princess who, who's black, Young black girls look at her and just like, oh, my God, that's me. It looks like me. That's awesome. And I get that. But but look, man, nobody wanted their their little girl to idolize fucking Harley Quinn. She's a fucking psychotic therapist who falls in love with the Joker and then leaps off the fucking deep end and kills people. That's not anybody you want to emulate. So you know what? That's the chick who should be wearing electrical tape on her nipples and running around on a fucking gold G string. That's her. She got crazy makeup on. She got three tone hair, carries a giant sledgehammer and shit like that. You're like, dude, that's fucking perfect. But instead you turn her into Norma Ray. What the fuck is that all about? I don't I don't need to see the Susan B. Anthony of superheroes when initially she got the, the one of the best things about Harley Quinn was her fucking outfit and how good she looked in it and uh, and how she had a propensity for bending over. That was fun. That was one of her superpowers. Harley Quinn used to bend over all the time. And you were like, this is fantastic. It's it's almost it's just it's as hypnotizing as a metronome in the dark. You're just like, ah, you know what? And you, and you tune into a Harley Quinn production, cartoon, movie. Uh, action figure, whatever the fuck you want to call it, just for the bending over part. Everything else is gravy. Everything else is hardly gravy. Gravy Quinn, that's what I call her. And, but now it's just, they. but now they turned her, like I said, you turned her into Betsy Ross. It's like, what the fuck is that, man? And I and I guess, again, representation, and yes, we are I, Helen Reddy, and I am woman, and hear me roar. But uh, in the comic books, she's, she's I you know, basically everything is, is, building up to a backdoor gupper shot. That's it. A backyard fucking fucking burger shot. That's it. That's what you're waiting for with Harley Quinn in the first Suicide Squad. She fucking walks away and every guy turns around to watch her walk. And you're just like, yeah, no, that's see, that's a superpower. That's it. That's her. That fucking like bang. But, you know, she's she's literally the human embodiment of boom, 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 boom. But also she'll shoot you in the face. That's the fucking greatest. Then we've all had that moment in our lives we may have dated someone like that for four years or five years and 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 you know just think to ourselves ah yeah remember that crazy wasn't that fucking crazy crazy and awesome uh sometimes except for the crazy part uh and then it throws you back into that but now but now but now she's it's like in the late in fucking suicide or birds of prey it's like she teams up with like four other chicks and they like do a mobster's taxes. It's like, what do you, what's going on here? She saves, and there's a little girl who's, well, not a little girl, I guess she's young, whatever the fuck, might be 18, but she's some street urchin who's a pickpocket and then she winds up turning to Harley Quinn for help and and then they all, you know, girl power the fuck out of it and they turn into some superhero Spice Girls and it's like, all right. And again, I found the movie entertaining. I didn't hate it. But at the same time, all of the, all of the Harley Quinn, and, and, and by the way, 
uh, I recognize fully that this is straight down gender lines. I'm, I'm sure there are men out there who know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. And then there are ladies out there who are like, you are fucking vile. And I get it. I understand that. Okay. But, uh, you know what? I, I'm, I understand and I try to do what I can to go ahead and help everybody. And I want everyone to be respected, uh, and taken care of. And I'm an ally and everything other else, but, but there, but sometimes you want to see fucking Harley Quinn bend over. Sometimes you do. And you know what? There's probably some ladies out there who are probably like, yeah, you're goddamn right. I want to watch some fucking Harley Quinn bend over. God damn it. And I don't blame you side with me Be on my team. Let's get, let's get a motorcycle. And I'll tell you what, I'll even let you drive the motherfucker and I'll sit in the goddamn sidecar and go, woo, 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 woo. Uh, and we'll pull and blast the siren into town as we come to watch Rosie Perez once again, act poorly as a police officer. Uh, nothing against Rosie Perez. She's fantastic. She's so good in white men can't jump. Uh, and she's so good and do the right thing. And then, and then the rest of the time in everything that I've seen, I have not seen granted, granted, ladies and gentlemen, I have, I have not seen all of the work that has ever been done in the history of Rosie Perez's career, but I can tell you this, uh, I get, she, she was very, she was definitely Rosie Perez in those movies. Oh my goodness. I, I don't know what movie you've ever seen Rosie Perez in, but you left the theater going, you know what? That was Rosie Perez. Clearly there's no, you can't argue it. There's no doubt. There's no back and forth. There's no up and down. There's no in and out. There's no fucking through the looking glass bullshit. Uh, she's not exactly losing herself into roles like Daniel Day Lewis. She is Rosie Perez, the cop or Rosie Perez, the, the, the poor girl in the building or Rosie Perez, the nurse. She is constantly Rosie Perez. And, and there is nothing wrong with that. If you can make a career out of it, that's fantastic. Um, there are some male actors who do the exact same thing. When you see them, you're just like, oh, look at look at that guy working hard at being himself and not really working hard because that's who he is all the goddamn time. Uh, does the name escape me right now? Yeah, probably. I can't think of a lot of guys who are just the the fucking themselves on screen. You can I, maybe this speaks to me. Do I have the male gaze? Is that what it is? Oh, no. Dude, what a terrible way to find out. I have the male gaze. Uh, I was, I was talking to beach cause beach loves fucking uh, Marilyn Monroe. And we were talking about pictures and, and she loves all these awesome, like sexy pictures of Marilyn Monroe. And then she's like, some of my favorite are done by this female photographer who, you know, it's interesting to see her through the female gaze rather than all the male gaze and the way they make it look. And, uh, and I could not be less sophisticated in this area. I see photographs and I see Marilyn Monroe and I see her nipples in some of them and that makes me happy. And I see her like covered halfway by a sheet cracking an egg in a bed and going, that's one of the sexiest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and I, and I don't know who's gay. I guess I'm the male. I might be the male gaze as I peruse her with the male gaze. I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm an old person. I know these are new terms. These are the way things are. And they're, you know, you're not supposed to look at anybody through the male gaze anymore. And, and that's fine. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to keep up with you people. Who are you people you're saying? Well, I'm talking about the people who uh, who have educated themselves and have moved past the male gaze or the female gaze or, or any of those gazes. Uh, I do the best I can to gaze. You know, I have the I have the Mike Schmidt gaze. I, I can't. I, I guess it's the male gaze to a certain extent because that's me. Hi. Uh, but at the same time, I try to be I try to look at things uh, objectively. Right. Like sometimes I look at Harley Quinn and her incredibly tight and, and hiked up shorts and think to myself, I'll bet she's great at math. Uh, and I know you're, you're mad at me for that now. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I mean, but I like the fact that she beats everybody's ass. How about that? Can I be okay with that? Is that, is that's not male gaze, right? When she comes into a police station and basically does the entire scene from Terminator, but from the female point of view, she's got like a 
boxing glove on a stretchy fucking thing and had a crazy glitter gun and every other bullshit fucking thing. And then she teams up with Black Canary, I think. And and uh, it's Black Canary, the pickpocket, another chick and Rosie Perez, the cop. That's the superhero team of Birds of Prey. If you haven't seen it, boy, check it out. And then Ewan McGregor playing a villain called Black Mask and uh, and just chewing scenery all over the goddamn place. Just just hitting the back fucking wall because they, you know, they told him like, you're in a superhero movie. And he's like, am I great? Ho ho. And he just fucking, he blew a Viking horn and, and completely tried to do his best to leave the screen and leap into your lap. He is huge in this role. And, uh, and the best part is Margot Robbie is fucking perfect. It's Harley Quinn. So they have a perfect tete a tete, a perfect back and forth, a perfect, you know what? They're on the screen. Nobody's beating anybody up. Nobody's blowing one another away. They're just, they're perfectly in a sync with a, with his crazy big villain and her crazy big Harley Quinn. Uh, and then of course there's the pickpocket black canary, the other chick and Rosie Perez, the cop who are just, doing yeoman's work as they beat up 75,000 men who come charging at them one at a time. And just as if it were some sort of Asian <laughs> fucking Hong Kong karate film, where it's just a bunch of dudes running one at a time at Bruce Lee and him dispatching them forthwith. Uh, but I don't like DC movies. I just, it's just not my thing. Cause they always fuck it up. They, they're always too serious. So they're always, or they or, I, I, bullshit. They're always too serious. I, I There is no or. I just, I find them all, I, Birds of Prey wasn't serious at all. It, it tried to be a comic book, which I liked. I enjoyed it. Good move. But, uh, but the Batman, like they're making a Flash movie. And I, again, I don't, I don't give a flying fuck about the Flash. Is Who in the world is like, you know who I love? The Flash. Nobody loves the Flash. Hey, I like that fast guy named Barry. Nobody wants him at all. Jesus fucking Christ. And now you're I know, and you're going to fight me and you go, oh, you know who I like that Iron Man named Tony. Shut up, man. Iron Man Tony Stark is fucking awesome. I refuse to hear an argument. If you're going to come at me with your flash named Barry. Ooh, look at that guy. He's super fast. Vroom. <laughs> Vroom. There's a man named Barry and he's fast. Oh, look at him. He's zooming all over. We should call him the zoom. No, let's call him the flash. But they're making a flash movie. And then, and then again, Barry Allen. I watched, I read him in the comic books. Sturdy blonde dude. Not unlike Aquaman. Uh, Sandy brownish hair, maybe. But also, I think he was a reporter or a fucking professor. I don't know what the fuck he was, but he was a man. Well, now Flash is some fucking, like, skateboarding kid. And and they're like, yeah, isn't it cool that he's the Flash? And I'm like, I don't know. Do I need a young Flash? I don't even, look, I don't even need a fucking Flash. But now you're going to give me a young goddamn Flash? And so I got to watch his origin story where he's like, I don't even know what the fuck that could possibly be. He lost a track meet and was struck by lightning. And then he rude, he rude the day and he vowed to get revenge. And so he went over and he defeated the whole team from Nutrier East by running, lapping them twice. Ah, the flash. Look at that young buried run. And he's in the yearbook is like most likely to be the flash. Everybody's like, this is awesome. Uh, I, I don't, it doesn't mean anything to me. And again, I, I, I should, you're supposed to suspend your disbelief and you're supposed to watch these things and go, oh, wait a minute. Cause I mean, look, I know how important it was for me to see Batman on the big screen. I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say it. I was 22 years old and I was fucking excited as hell to see it. And then Spider-Man too. I was like, oh my God, I cannot fucking, they're going to do Spider-Man because they have to do Spider-Man because Spider-Man, that was my thing when I was a kid. Spider-Man was my jam. All the villains, fucking Spider-Man, his rogues gallery is better than fucking Batman's. It's fucking cool as hell. And then I was pleasantly surprised because Marvel then went, hey, well, let's do like these other movies where, and again, I don't give a fuck about Thor, but Ragnarok is probably the best Marvel movie. And then the fucking Avengers movies and Captain America, they did them all right. 
They did them all correctly. Black Panther is awesome. The only bad thing they've done is they've killed some villains. I won't say who. Spoiler alerts. But then you turn on DC and it's like, I don't, you know who this is? And I swear to God, this is completely true. <laughs> you know who Flash fights? You know who, what of, you know, I look, and again, I don't read the book because so I don't know a whole lot about it, but I do know this, you know, you know who like Flash's main villain is? Brace yourselves, everybody. <laughs> it makes me laugh to even think about it. You know who, again, this is very, this is fast Barry is what we're calling him. He's Barry and he's fast. He's the Flash. That's his theme song. So Flash is a dude who's super fast, whatever the fuck. But do you know who Flash is? Like Batman's got the Joker, all right? And, and Spider-Man's got Green Goblin and Superman's got Lex Luthor and Brainiac. You know what I mean? These these guys have uh, the Captain America has the Red Skull. Okay, Hulk has Rhino or the Abomination. Those kind of guys. Uh, <laughs> Iron Man had the Mandarin. Do you, do you know who Flash's big villain is? You know who Flash fights? Oh. Reverse Flash. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I Maybe it doesn't strike you as funny as it strikes me, but just that's that's what we're dealing with when it comes to DC. That's that's what you're looking at. That's like if you had Spider-Man fight against, uh, like, uh, you know, the exterminator, a guy who kills bugs. You know, it's, it's just the dumbest flash fights, reverse flash. If Superman, that's why I said, and that's why I said, if you had Super Superman come down and he fought fucking fucking Superman, you'd be like, oh, there he is. That fits the DC model. Uh, well, and also, you know, because <laughs> this is, I just thought of this. This is holy shit. This is fucking true. You know who was one of Batman's villains? I'm not even fucking kidding. Man Bat. <laughs> I just remembered that shit. Holy fuck. I'm, I've exposed DC for the charlatans that they are for fuck's sakes. God damn. It's like, that's like if you had Shazam and instead he fought Mazam, you know, the, hi, I'm Mazam. And it's like, what, what, who are you? I'm Mazam. Oh, I'm Shazam. We must battle. It's just, it's just dumb. Flash fights reverse flash. How, how lazy are you at DC that you're going to have? Cause, and again, also they took the fucking time off. Cause they just went, you know, we invented Superman. Superman is, is fucking there's nothing. There's nothing better. We we've made the ultimate superhero. He's he's more super than anybody in the goddamn galaxy, except for there's a rock that can make him super unstrong. So there, there's a, there's a rock that calls him non-Superman, and uh, it's incredibly rare. So rare, in fact, that it's been in every single fucking movie about him. And that's what happened is they just exposed him to this fucking kryptonite that they somehow found at the bottom of the ocean or on fucking kryptonite fucking moon. I, I don't, I don't know. They, but somebody always winds up with it. It's always like some guys out kicking around in the yard and he's like, Oh, what's this? Oh, is this, is this an emerald? No, it's, I don't, Oh, wait a second. And then they're, you know, they rob a bank and Superman comes, they toss it to him and he collapses, goes down to one knee and then everybody looks at him and goes, <gasps> cause they all expect Superman to be a badass. Now that's another thing too. You should fucking make movies where Superman's a badass. The whole movie, there should be some movie where Superman just squashes the fuck out of everybody. And, and at the end, you can have some existential fucking crisis. But I mean, throughout the whole movie, he should fuck people up. He should never lose a fight. Superman shouldn't lose a fight for three movies. But instead, he's fighting. It's even even in the fucking Batman versus Superman. Batman puts on like a fucking exoskeleton and he and he fights him. He plugs into a street lamp and he blasts him with electricity. And Superman's like, oh, and he falls down. It's like, what the? No, fuck. 
as much as I love Batman, I just, and I get it, gadgets, I know he's got fucking weapons and, and fucking electricity and bullshit that he harnessed to go ahead and take on this fucking guy, but I, I just, I can't, you know what, it's untenable. I think it's untenable. You can't tell me that Batman would invent weapons that would defeat Superman. Superman is fucking Superman. See, if anything, Batman, because he's a fucking weird terrorist, he should go and kidnap Lois Lane, and then, then, then you fuck Superman up as we've seen in every fucking movie, because everybody seems to get their hands on fucking Lois Lane because they figured out that Superman loves fucking Lois Lane for some goddamn reason. They haven't made it a secret because God, why would they want to protect her or anything like that? But of course, they don't have to protect her because she's going ahead because she's all super tough and she gets to go out and solve her own crimes. And for some reason, she's a reporter who always shows up at the goddamn scene and then she's sneaking into a fucking cave somewhere and somebody throws her on a goddamn spaceship. And everybody's like, oh, that's fucking cool. Hey, it's Lois Lane. Look at her. She fucking gets shit done. She plants her flag. Fuck you, DC. Quit giving me goddamn tough Lois Lane. Let Lois Lane be inquisitive and smart and a good reporter. But she doesn't have to sneak on to fucking the, the Brainiac ship and go to fucking Neptune. That's fucking because again, because then Lois Lane gets on like a spaceship and then she finds one helmet and she's like, ho, ho, I'm fine. And then she goes and investigates all the fucking Jupiterians. And she's like, check this out, man. And they're like, who are you? Are you American reporter Lois Lane? Yes. Does your does her fucking reputation precede her on fucking Jupiter? Get fucked. Uh, I can't imagine the people on Jupiter are getting the fucking Daily Planet or, or even watching TV to see her get interviewed on some news show. What if they were? What if Jupiter's getting our fucking TV? No wonder, you know, because they just might be ready to fucking invade at this point. If any planet besides ours is getting our TV, they're just like, hey, look, it's the fucking Kardashians and a fucking guy's on the fucking crazy Survivor Island and they're eating goddamn duck eggs. Let's go fucking kill all these people. I don't blame you, Jupiter. Come and take us. Just do that. That would see that would be, that would make 2021 a year worth fucking experiencing if the aliens came because I and also we found alien technology last year. There was supposedly rumors of alien technology. And there's like a Harvard professor who said that aliens made an appearance in 2017 because he saw some ship that was super long, but super thin. And he, he says it's nothing like of this earth. And again, he's a Harvard professor. But at this point, man, do you believe anybody anymore? Everything's been fucking so diluted and polluted with all sorts of fucking nonsense. Everybody's got their fucking conspiracy theory and their bullshit. I don't give a fuck if this guy went to Harvard or whatever the fuck you're like. And I want to expect, look, I want to believe science. I want to believe experts. I want to believe all these people and go, hey, this is the move. These are the guys. But then, you know, inevitably, like this guy comes forward and he's like, oh, no, I totally saw an alien ship. And uh, and then he does Joe Rogan's podcast. And you're like, ah, fuck, I can't believe you. And everybody's like, why not? Why wouldn't you believe it? I'm like, well, you know, why not? Because yesterday, Donnell Rawlings was in this fucking seat. That's why I don't believe this idiot. Harvard professor comes to tell me about aliens when the day before Ashy Larry was making jokes about his ball sack. I can't I can't fucking swing with that. I'm sorry. Get a podium. You know what? You want, you want to impress me? Guy from Harvard who thinks the aliens came? Get a fucking podium. Quit going on a podcast. You're so close. You got the first three letters. Pivot from podium podcast and go to podium. Pivot from podcast and go to podium. You got the pod down. Now just put an IUM on there and then I'll listen to your fucking bullshit story about the aliens who came to town. It's bad. And I've talked about this before when the guy from Blink-182 found aliens and then they they declassified it this year and they said he was right. Like he, he fucking petitioned the whatever the government. And they're like, yeah, it was spaceships, we think. And that shit just fucking disappeared. Why? Why? What happened, man? And look, I, I know Walter Cronkite's dead. I'm not blaming him, but it's like news used to give a fuck about stuff. Didn't you used to give a fuck about stuff? Now we're just all exhausted and fatigued because, like I said, everybody's got a fucking megaphone and yelling their shit. So shit that should be news goes away. Let me ask you something. Let's talk about this for just a second. Uh, you remember a week ago when a guy blew up a fucking city block in Tennessee? Remember that? 
and, uh, you know, parked a fucking RV out there, played downtown by Petula Clark, which is absolutely fucking true. And I couldn't believe it when I first started. I thought it was a joke, but it turns out to be fucking true. This dude parked his truck and he played a warning that was like this evacuate in 15 minutes. You must evacuate within 15 minutes. There was like a weird fucking tone. And then for some reason, he played downtown by Petula Clark on these loudspeakers and uh, and then people were like, what the fuck's going on? And then blammo, boom! he blows up his RV uh, and, and destroys a city block in Tennessee. And I, when it happened, I saw the clips and I was like, this is fucking insane. Like this, this is amazing because again the clips are fucking brutal and you can hear the warning which is creepy as fuck and uh and i did know i will say i knew this i knew that the ira used to do that the irish republican army used to broadcast a warning when they would plant bombs because they weren't about killing people they were about destroying fucking property uh and basically putting a burr under the saddle of the fucking british empire or whatever the fuck so they were like hey we don't want to kill any of you collins and seamuses so get the fuck out of here man we're gonna be fucking blowing shit up and colin and seamus are like me." no they're not they're like begora that's what they said and they fucking ran away which is awesome and they would split and then the ira would fucking level a castle and everybody's like look at the fucking ira god damn you bobby sands you're the fucking king uh and then of course they grab him and he won't eat any fucking potatoes and he dies what a fucking drag right we lose sands to no potatoes Fucking that guy was Sands was in jail. He's like, hey, man, I'm totally going to not eat potatoes. If you guys don't let me out of here or whatever the fuck. And they're like, me, no potatoes for Sands then, right? And then Daltry came in and punched him in the peck. Oh, my gaze. Uh, <laughs> but we uh, we experienced on Christmas Day. I think it was Christmas Day. It might have been Christmas Eve. Could have been Christmas Day. Look, I don't know, because the news won't fucking tell me anymore because it's been a week and they just fucking put the story on the shelf. They don't, they don't investigate it. Now, now look, I, I'm not trying to be conspiracy Joe. Okay. I'm, I'm not proclaiming that there's some grand fucking backstory or anything like that, but I, I need, I'm sorry. I, I, and again, who am I? I'm fucking comedian in, in LA. All right. I, I'm, but I'm a citizen of this country and I just think we need more information than Oh, yeah, it, it turns out it was just uh, like a white guy who who was disgruntled, and so he blew up a city block. Anyway, let me turn your attention to Georgia. No, 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 no. Can, can we investigate? Can you find out where this dude was radicalized? Because I'm willing to bet you there's another fucking five million dudes just like him. There's got to be another five million mullets with RVs building bombs and recording Petula Clark songs to fucking play before they blow some shit up. Don't we want to fucking get a finger on the pulse of these idiots before they fucking start doing it more and more? And and look, we already see everything's falling apart. You look around and I don't want to get into it. I'll probably talk more about it next week. But I, I mean, out here in L.A., things have gone to fucking hell. We, we have people doing fucking meetups. This is completely true. Doing these online fucking gatherings. They gather online and they make a plan. And then they all meet at like a grocery store, like a Ralph's or whatever the fuck. And there'll be like 50 or 60 people. And they don't wear masks. And their plan is to go to this grocery store and uh, storm the doors. And just go in and, I don't know, buy a fucking apple. I, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck their point is. Uh, but they're just, they're, they say they're protesting and, uh, and, and they compare themselves to black slaves uh, being forced to wear masks against their fucking, I, it's, it's, it's all falling apart and it's all falling apart very stupidly. Uh, 
uh, because they, they, the fucking, the germ is overtaking California. It's overtaking everybody. I mean, I, I just, I just saw a story in fucking Japan there and Taiwan, Taiwan had it beat and it's back and now it's mutating. It's now it's different fucking it started in Britain. They found it in Colorado. Now it's in 33 different countries. And it's just like, man, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how we're going to fix it. Every, everyone, like I said, we've talked about this before. I've gone into this on the show. This is one of the reasons why the show is coming out on Monday and it's being recorded on Sunday is because I had nothing else to talk to you fucking people about because it's just the world and I don't want to belabor the fucking point. But at the same time, I, I'm just as fucking furious and angry as the rest of you out there who are just like, this is fucking stupid, right? This is just, this is going to, completely ruin everything and it won't stop people not wearing masks people just basically saying you know what we'll get to herd immunity and it's like well you know we're probably going to need a million people to die to get to herd immunity and uh, they're like yeah well you know whatever not the it's like billy zane and fucking titanic it's like you know half the people on the ship are going to die not the better half and and that's what rich people or healthy people, I guess, think that that homeless people or poor people are going to die. And, and oh, well, that's their fault. And it's not their fucking fault. It's not it's not, it's something that could be avoided and fixed if people respected life and cared about their fellow man. But they fucking don't. So they meet online and go, let's go to Ralph's and storm into the store and let's go in there and buy some macaroni maskless. That's who I am. I'm maskless macaroni. Ha ha. And they burst in. And then and then because here's the bad thing about it. OK, fucking cops. And I mean, don't even, uh, cops have their own shit going on. All right. And so they can't be fucking called every it's bad. Look, and we, we don't want to call them all the time for this kind of stuff anyway. You know what I mean? And cops also are like, hey, I don't want to fucking arrest people for not wearing masks. And I guess I get it. But until we do something about it, nothing's going to fucking fix. So these ass fucks keep showing up at a goddamn grocery store with no masks. And then they they force the people working there who are already, quite frankly, risking getting the disease to sell me a fucking Heath bar which makes no fucking sense. They're not getting the vaccine. They're not getting any priority to be vaccinated. Uh, and, and quite frankly, if you look at the stories, nobody is getting vaccinated. It seems like nobody has got priority to get vaccinated in this country because they keep sending shit out. Like we, we're they, I guess we've only done a million people so far. Uh, and, and, and they only do it like between the hours of 10 and two. Like it's, it's <laughs> getting the vaccine in this country is, is harder to get than a baked potato in a restaurant in the daytime. You ever go to a restaurant? They're like, oh yeah, we don't have a baked potato till after four. It's, it's the way it is with the vaccine. You show up at four. They're like, nah, we, we rolled it up already. It's back in the fridge. And you're like, could you just jab me? Give me the fucking jab, man. And they're like, nah, fuck you. However, can we interest you in a baked potato? No, you cannot. Not unless it is filled with melted butter and vaccine, you fucks ridiculousness and then the government won't do anything about it and because again here was the thing they said the government's like we're gonna get 20 million people vaccinated within the first two weeks and then uh the two weeks went by and then they said hey man we've sent 20 million vaccinations out to the states it's on them now let them figure it out in the meantime i've got to make a phone call to the secretary of state of georgia and try to tell him hey this is a nice state you got here if something happened to it it'd be a shame right fuck you you ridiculous fucking half a fucking mobster goon this fucking idiot is still in the office trying to steal this fucking country you know who he is He's not even the good mobsters. You know what I mean? Not Nicky Santoro. He's not like that. 
he's he's not uh you know fucking like uh Rothstein who's who's fucking someone to be respected a guy who actually had a trade as a bookmaker uh, he's not Tony Soprano you know what I mean he's not he's not even fucking uh uh, uh, uh goddamn I can't remember his fucking how can I, uh, Paulie Walnuts he's not even him Paulie at least carried his fucking weight he's thinking about earning. This guy just wants to get over all the fucking time and steal like a fucking idiot. And so he just, he just halfway, you know, he's fucking, he's like Artie. Did you ever see Casino? Or there's a scene in Casino where there's one fuckhead who's complaining. He's not, he's not on the phone. Cause for, cause I'm telling you what, even Artie's smarter than fucking Trump. Cause he doesn't use the fucking phone, but Artie's bitching in his fucking restaurant about not getting his portion of the skim. He's in Kansas city in like a butcher shop or something. And he's bitching, not realizing that he's fucking, there's a microphone in there from some other crime from seven years ago. And he gives up the entire Tangiers operation. He gives up the whole fucking mob. He gives up everybody and, and, and doesn't even realize that he's fucking doing it. Cause he, he won't, he doesn't know how to fucking comport himself. He doesn't know how to compose himself. He doesn't know how to be a fucking gangster. Instead, he's just a fucking loud mouth. And, and, and that's what Trump is. He's just this fucking idiot calling guys hey you know i just need hey, you find like twelve thousand votes for me what do you say hey you know i tell you what i saw it at uh saw it at atlanta fulton county stadium it'd be a shame if anything happened to that right it's a nice baseball stadium well they actually don't play there anymore they play in a different hey i'll tell you what let me tell you come to town what i got the loose fuck this idiot and uh and and people take the cue from him so while he's trying to steal still trying to steal this shit which by the way in two days, well, tomorrow's the election. Well, all right, in two days is the election. You're hearing this on Monday. So tomorrow's the election, whatever the fuck. Uh, Tuesday, the 5th, is the election for the Senate. And then the 6th is is the fucking white trash AR-15 hoedown celebration stop the steel jamboree that they're putting on in every other fucking city in goddamn America. I don't know, Washington, whatever the fuck. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, if... If, cause look, cause that's going to be a fucking nightmare anyway. It's just going to be chaos and stupid idiots with no masks and guns and just fucking acting like dopes. And they all think that fucking Pence is going to save their ass, but he's really not gonna. And then they're going to be, then they're going to be fucking mad. You know what I mean? But I will tell you this, if somehow Democrats win both Senate elections on Tuesday and take control of the Senate, the house and the presidency, I think January 6th turns into a goddamn mushroom cloud i i think these people come to town with malice aforethought and just start to do bad bad things i don't know if they shoot people i don't know if they just fucking protest and it's funny because i'm torn i hear it all the time from people people are like hey man you know uh these guys aren't really going to do anything they're just keyboard warriors who are typing a bunch of shit and i'm like really well, I just saw a congresswoman elect pack a gun to take into the chamber of Congress. And she said, I dare anybody to take it from me because I'm, I have a, she has a permit for it or whatever the fuck. And I'm just like, what the, the fuck? What are, what are we, what's going on here? I mean, it's, it's besides that. Then there's every other idiot with you know, fucking neck beard with a goddamn bandolero around his chest and going, ah, ha, ha, I'll shoot those libs and whatever the fuck. I don't know. And I, 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 it's funny. I'm glad there's a disease that's keeping me home, although it doesn't need to because I'd be staying home anyway because I don't want to see any of this fucking shit go down. Here in LA, like I said, they're storming fucking stores. And if I was in a grocery store, dude, and 50 people stormed the fucking doors without masks, I just, I just, I, I know that in my brain I would be like, don't fucking do anything, but I also want to just be a nonstop punching machine. I just, I just want to run at them and knock them over. I wouldn't want to punch them. I just want to b- fucking bulldoze everybody. Steamroller. What are those fucking things? Because they're, they're putting, 
workers who, like I said, don't even want to be in the fucking grocery store in the first place, but they have to earn a living because the government won't fucking take care of them anymore. But these, these people are then turned into bouncers where there's some sort of velvet rope to keep these other motherfuckers away from the fucking ravioli. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, can't you, can't you assholes realize that we're all in this fucking world together? Can't you just fucking wear a mask for six weeks? Six fucking weeks. It's over when you go to the grocery store, or whatever the fuck. You don't have to wear it in your fucking house. You don't have to wear it in the fucking car. Go to a park and don't wear one. I don't give a fuck if you don't see anybody else around. But these people have equated it with this. I see these memes all the time where they're like, oh, you're going to wear your mask because they told you to, huh? Enjoy the train ride. And then they've got a picture of like Auschwitz. And it's like, all right, hold on a second, man. That seems like quite a fucking leap as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know who you think you are and I don't know what cosplaying disaster world you live in where you think that we're all going to go to intern camps if we if we don't wear a mask i i don't it's it's just common courtesy they're asking you to wear a fucking mask that's it that just if for six weeks if and again if the government gave the fucking checks the right way and they helped out small business it's it's garbage that this country has so much fucking money and they won't give any of it to the people who need it it's the weirdest fucking thing. Don't you don't you just sit there gobsmacked sometimes when you're like, oh, okay, well they're they're giving the military like eight hundred billion dollars, which is cool. And uh and they're gonna give Americans nine hundred million, which seems light, probably. Even though they'll be like, oh, nine hundred million is a lot of money, and, and then when they're gonna give the six hundred million dollar checks and then people are fighting over the two thousand dollar checks, these Republicans are saying things like, Well, this will probably only be used to to pay off credit card debt. It's not gonna stimulate the economy, it's gonna pay off debt or probably buy some something that China made at Walmart or Best Buy, and it's like fuck you, man. Fuck this austerity bullshit. That's the same shit. It's it's just the welfare queen thing refucking packaged. You're going to tell me that you're worried that people are going to spend their money at Walmart. and It's not going to stimulate the fucking economy. OK, how about this? How about if instead the economy steps on its dick and plants face first in the fucking dirt and the whole fucking country grinds to a goddamn halt? You want that? You want to keep throwing people? I mean, dude, they're fucking they're, they have patients in gift shops in hospitals here in California. And I know it's this thing where we're all taught to hate one another, where there's people in fucking Kansas or whatever, or some red state who are like, well, you know, it's the land of fruits, nuts and flakes, man. You know, you can fucking thin out the herd out there or something. Hey, man, fuck off, dude. I'm I'm as American as you are. I just live here because I like it. You live in fucking Kansas. You want to You want to sleep on a bed of fucking wheat and stare a cow in the face all the fucking time. Good for you. But I live here because I, you know, this is where my job is, this is where my work is, this is where my business is. So this is where I fucking go. It's still America just because you don't fucking think it is. Don't be a cunt about it. People in fucking Alabama talking to fence posts, fucking drinking corn moonshine out of a 3X jug and whittling on their fucking porch, hating me because of where I live because they think it's Hollywood. Shut the fuck up. People dying here are Americans just like people dying there are fucking Americans. Alabama is Louisiana, is Maine, is Oklahoma, is California. It's the same fucking country, idiots. So quit with this bullshit where you're pointing fingers and be like, well, I'll tell you what, if California didn't want to handle it, you know, in New York, you know, those those fucking liberals up there and those Jews, they, they tell you what, they make these fucking rules the wrong way. And I, they maybe they deserve to go ahead and get that COVID. Journey. Fuck you, man. Jesus Christ. 
go go talk to your blue tick coon hound and tell him what a dick you are and he'll be like rough rough and he'll run away all the way to california and i'll pet him and give him a goddamn bone and he'll love me because it won't be an alabama bone that you probably gnawed on beforehand i actually have steak for that dog how dare you fucking thin that dog out look i can see his fucking ribs give that dog some fucking food and i mean and i don't mean like you know go slop the hogs and let him lick the bucket i mean get him a goddamn gainsburger you fuck you ridiculous crimson tide motherfucker down there with your nonsense with your giddy up, boom, bop, boom, bop, a mow, mow. Fucking feed your dog, feed your dog, boom, bop, boom, bop, a mow, mow. Feed your dog, boom, bop, boom, bop, a rough, rough. Feed your dog, boom, bop, boom, bop, a rough, rough. Don't fucking call me out. Don't say people should die because of where they fucking live. And you know what? You can expand that shit too, because people shouldn't be dying in fucking Taiwan or Thailand or fucking Asia or Germany or France or any of these fucking places. This isn't a game of risk. We're all people on a fucking planet. Just take care of people. Be nice. Be a good person. Be kind. It doesn't cost a fucking thing. Don't gather in a group of 60 people and try to burst into a restaurant or burst into a mall. And then they do this shit. They burst into the mall and they try to get into a store. And then the guy, like people close the door and then they, they, they try to rip open the door. Right. And the person's like, get the fuck out of here. And then the, like the cops come over or the mall guard or whoever the fuck Paul Blart rolls up on his fucking squeegee or whatever the fuck that thing is called. What's the fucking Apple roll? What's the thing? the fucking what's the with the two wheels that you drive around on whatever the fuck paul blart's driving these days the blart mobile so he fucking slides up and uh then the assholes with no masks look at the guard and they go did you see that did you see that he, he yanked the door out of my hand he's so they're so aggressive like you know i just want to shop i just want to fucking and, it, and it's like hey motherfucker here's the thing i will take i will say this all right if you want to be a reckless band of fuckheads then be a reckless band of fuckheads. Storm in, kick in doors, loot, and take what you fucking want. Don't pretend that you're in there because I mean, there, there are people dancing and singing YMCA. Like all they're doing is just being cunts to be cunts. That's it. It's their whole fucking deal. They're in the mall to be jagoffs and get noticed. But and but because then when they pretend that they're freedom fighters or whatever the fuck they think they are. And then somebody stands up to them. They go, oh, I can't believe the language. Can you hear him? He's just yelling at me. He ripped the door out of my hand, sir. Sir, I just want to go in and buy a snow globe. No, you fucking don't. Put a mask on. You want to buy a snow globe? Put a fucking mask on. But they all do that shit where they 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 come on like stiff pricks and then somebody stands up to him. Like there was a woman who yelled at them and she's like, hey man, my fucking dad died of COVID. Put on a fucking mask. And they're like, people die every day. Your father's not special. And if you utter that sentence in public, And then you go home that night and you look in the mirror and you don't feel bad because of what a fucking complete horse's ass you've made of yourself at the mall. What is wrong with you, man? The fucking, yeah, I got news for you. The world is not an internet comment section. You don't just get to shout shit in people's face and get away with it. You don't just get to be a fucking dick to everybody. Eventually bad shit's going to happen. So they come in, like I said, they come into the maraud, the place like they, they're tough or they're, they're setting an example. But then when anybody stands up to them or bodies them or like closes the door in their face, they go, oh, I can't believe it. They tell the guards, we're just, you know what, we're trying to shop. Would you tell a black person what he could do with his body? It's my body, my choice. And they all that, all that ridiculous, reductive horseshit that just boils down to me, 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 fuck you, me, 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 fuck you and you, me, 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 fucking me. Quit being you. Start being us. You guys can get me at mikeandmikeschmidtcomedy.com. 
You guys can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can be my uh, follower, right? I think so. I'm at Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok at Mike40YOB. That's right. Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. And, and I'm Mike40YOB. Did I say Twitter? Twitter.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Me and my friend at Facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Uh, I'm lost at what I said. I did say, yeah, I think I said you can get me at whatever the fuck. doesn't matter. Uh, so that's all those places. Instagram, Snapchat. You can find me there, Mike40YLB. TikTok, I'm at Mike40YLB. Someday I'll surprise you and do one of those, and you'll be like, what the hell just happened? Look at Mike getting it done. Uh, our friend Ryan Dirks does the web stuff. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. You can find him at RyanDirks.com. No, you can't. You can find him at Facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks. Uh, thanks to KC, our buddy who helps us out with YouTube. Got to hook up with him here pretty soon and get some stuff done. And our fantastical friend, our wonderful pal, David Max Hernandez. You know him. He does great things. He does all the artwork for this show. What you're saying? Yes, he does. If you'll take a look at my Facebook page, you'll see like a uh, cover photo that he did. And, uh, he just, uh, he just gets it done. He's just the king. Sorry. I lost train of my thought or my train of thought train of my thought. I lost the tracks of my tears because you ain't worth them. I'll tell you that. That's what Martin Briley will tell you. Uh, Max has a fucking, you can find him at facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez. Go ahead and be his friend on Facebook. Reach out to him and you'll see the artwork that he's done. Once you become his friend, you can peruse his photos and then you'll see all of the artwork he's done for himself. The artwork he's done for me, the artwork he's done for his closed group. What you're, you're like, what do you mean a closed group? Well, let me tell you right now. God damn it. The dude's got a closed group. You should check it out. It's something cool and special and fun. It's called This is Dumb, That's Dumb, You're Dumb, I'm Dumb. He rebooted it for uh, for January 1st. Uh, he rebooted it for 2021. And he's he's set up new rules. He's got all sorts of new... Because, uh, you know, that's what people need is rules. People are always looking for rules. But he's got them. And you need them. Because, again, if you don't, it's anarchy. If you don't have rules, people are storming in and trying to buy a snow globe with their lips out. Put your fucking lips away, motherfucker. You don't get to buy it. Nobody buys a snow globe unless I can't see your tongue. I don't want to see your fucking tongue. If you come in here and I can tell that you've got a mustache, fuck off. You're not buying a goddamn thing. Get out of here. I'm going to lock the fucking door. You. It, it, I thought it was great seeing these ass fucks in a mall, too. Because you ever so much Dawn of the Dead? It just is this fucking complete take on consumerism because the fucking dead people go to the mall because it's in their DNA. They remember that's where they used to go to fucking shop. And that's what these assholes are doing. You know what? And and I, I just don't, I don't, I fucking, I want so bad to fucking just steamroll everybody. Don't you? Don't you just want, like, I, I, guy's a psychopath, all right? He fucking builds a bomb in an RV. He's got a mullet, parks it outside of a fucking building, blows up a whole city block. And then, and then he fucking... You just think to yourself, that's not a bad idea. Like, maybe you could go find, like, where these people live and do it to them. And I'm like, well, now you don't want to blow anybody up. And I don't even be any, I don't even want to do any of it. I want to watch it from afar. I want to be the watcher. We're talking about villains and shit like that. There was a guy in Marvel named The Watcher. He's just like a giant baby in a diaper, in a fucking toga. He's like a baby in a toga. And he just, all he did was watch shit. He's like a voyeur. Like, he, he watched planets get devoured by Galactus. And he watched fucking Spider-Man bang the black cat in the ass. He saw all those things. He didn't care. You know, you think, I'll tell you what. Hey there, Reed Richards. You think your wife Sue's invisible woman? Not to the watcher. She goes, climbs down on her fucking knees and gives you an invisible head and fucking the watcher's like, check that out, man. 
I don't know why the watchers, the watchers spying and all the superhero sex. He can just watch regular people have sex. The watch can do whatever he wants. Now, also, like I said, he's watching cosmic things. He's watching the silver surfer fly around and write his name in the sky. Cause what else does the silver surfer do besides find worlds for Galactus to eat and then kill time? Silver surfer's got nothing else fucking going on unless he winds up on earth. And he also wanted to fuck Sue Richards, man. Sue Richards getting worked. She's getting Reed Richards. Getting, didn't she fall in love with fucking, I think the silver surfer wanted to work her. And I think she fell in love with the submariner too. God damn Sue Richards. And you know, that's weird because you know what? Reed Richards is a crazy smart egghead, good looking fella. And also he can make his dick any size he wants. You would think that Sue Richards would be like, all right, man, let's do it. Let's fucking, let's give me a fucking hammer today. And he fucking makes a hammer. And then the next day she's like, you know what? Let's just go, let's go easy on me. And he does. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Reed Richards has a, a fucking malleable crank. That's what, and that was initially, <laughs> that was going to be his name. They were like, uh, malleable crank is this guy's name. We've got the invisible woman. We've got the human torch. We've got the thing and malleable crank. And it was Stanley himself and, and, uh, and Steve Ditko who went, you know what? Probably not the best idea to name this guy malleable crank. And they said, okay, well then what do you think? And he said, mm, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. And they went, that's a, turf, a perfect name for a hero. Good for you. All right. He'll be the thing, the human torch, the invisible girl and Mr. Fantastic. But you know what? It'd be a shame to waste malleable crank. Let me ask you this. And Stanley's like, what? And they're like, what if the guy who runs uh, Spider-Man's newspaper was named malleable crank? And Stanley's like, what are you talking about? And they're like the guy who demands pictures of Spider-Man. And he's got the crazy Hitler mustache and the flat top. Looks kind of like Mike Ditka. He's got the cigar. Uh, that guy should be malleable crank. And he's like, it's a, it's a different meaning, but it's a great name. Still works. Because with Reed Richards, it means, haha, he's got a hammer or he's got a fucking shrimp dick. But then with this guy, it means he's uh, he's someone you can kind of manipulate, but he's also a crank, like a, a mad guy. And, uh, and Steve Ditko's like, you know what? I actually thought the name should be J. Jonah Jameson. And all of the fucking executives are like, you got it, Ditko. And uh, and so to this day, Marvel owns the trademark on malleable crank, but they've never found a good, a good use for it. But but good for them. At least they still own it. And they're still brainstorming. They're still thinking about it. I'm sure they'll put something together. Maybe the new Marvel Universe will have uh, Iron Fist and malleable crank. Actually, that should be the porn movie. That should be the first Marvel porn movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wrapped my iron fist around his malleable crank. Uh, and I use my power, man. <laughs> Look at that. Come on. Having fun. Uh, the fuck was I saying? Oh, the guy, you know what? Let's talk about that fucking idiot. The guy, he's, he blew up a city block and nobody stopped. They stopped reporting on the guy. You know why? And look, we all know why he's white. He's a white dude. And then it turns out like they talked to his girlfriend and she's like, yeah, I called the cops four months ago. And told them that he was building bombs in the RV in the in the yard. And they were just like, yeah, well, nothing we can do about that. Oh, really? Nothing we can do about the the angry mulleted loner who's building bombs in his RV. Got to put that, got to table that, do you fellas? Why, are, you, are, you sell, are you selling some of that hard candy at the intersection to support the policeman's ball? What do you guys got going on? What, what exactly do you have happening that's more important in Nashville uh, are, are you, are you just, are you still being angry at Lane Kiffin? Is that what you're doing as a society? Is that what's happening over there? Are you furious? Are you, are you still debating Johnny majors and his, uh, the things that he did was Johnny majors there or Texas. I don't remember. Don't, don't fucking yell at me. Uh, are you, are you guarding Bruce Pearl's house? Is that's what's happening for you fellas? Are you guarding the Tennessee pride sausage factory that you can't investigate? And also, but I got to be honest with you, man, it's Tennessee. How many phone calls a day do you think they get? Hey, man, there's a mulleted white loner doing weird things in his RV. 
I mean, they just got to go. There's got to be, you know, there's got to be an inbox just labeled that mulleted RV weirdos. And it just fucking goes on the stack that goes to the fucking ceiling because it's, it's Tennessee. They can't fucking investigate all that shit. So I guess they get a break. But at the same fucking time, man, come on. You don't even take a cursory ride out there and ask the guy some fucking questions. No, that's the issue. I don't remember his name. It's like Martin or some bullshit like that. And it's like, yeah, cops don't ever investigate a guy named Martin. No, you got you got to have a you got to be Daquan. If you're Daquan, they come to your house. If the woman was like, yeah, man, uh, my husband Daquan is building a bomb. They would have been there instantly. They would have traced the call initially and just fuck and probably beat her down too. say, why didn't you stop him? But then this fucking guy blows up a city block and nobody says a fucking word. Nobody says a fucking word to this dude. They're just like, yeah, okay. I mean, it happened and, you know, it turns out he was. And now, like, so again, like I said, it turned out she told four months ago. But also now there's he sent manifestos to friends. And I I guarantee you haven't read this. I'm telling you, you didn't because I read it and I was like, why is this not news? I had to find it. I don't remember where the fuck I found it. It was like it was like, let's put it this way. It was like on AP. All right. It wasn't at CNN or any of these other fucking places. I, I saw it at the AP news site or something like that. And uh, something, you know, we used to get news in the old days. And he mailed these manifestos out where he basically said that lizard people had taken over the government and he had to find a way to go ahead and fight against it. And just this, I mean, again, he's fucking, he's a lunatic. He's bananas. But at the same time, this is very QAnon. This is very these bullshit conspiracy theories that you hear these people talking about all the fucking time. And it's internet garbage. You can go on the internet right now. I mean, there's a, there's a guy who's fucking Trump's lawyer and he maintains that the chief justice of the Supreme Court is a is a pedophile who raped a child at gunpoint and was filmed doing it. And it was a blackmail scheme because they approached him with a gun and a child. This is what he said. He said they approached Chief Justice Roberts with a gun and a child. And he was forced at gunpoint to rape the child while we filmed it. And now these guys have the tape and they're just waiting. to. And so now he's they own him and he, he does whatever they say. And I guess what those people wanted was for him to make Trump lose the presidency. I, I don't know. I wouldn't you think wouldn't you think those would be the guys who would want Trump to win the presidency? The 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 child gun blackmail society, whatever the fuck you want to call them. I don't know. And the lizard people who have, have are, are taking everything over. And this guy truly believes like there's people are like there's lizard people. It's just like what the this world has fallen apart. What a fucking mess. What a dilapidated fucking shack this country has become, man. It's just, it's just, you ever see District 9 where they make the prawns live in the fucking ghetto part of the fucking country? That's where we are now. All of our country is the fucking ghetto part. Because they always, again, why wouldn't you investigate the fuckhead who bombed the RV? Because all I heard was conspiracy theories for a week that he blew up the AT&T building because he wanted to get the Dominion voting machines that were in the basement. And it was a scheme the Democrats came up with. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? All of, all of these motherfuckers who have, they have to turn their lives into Encyclopedia Brown because they don't have enough to do at their house. Raise your kids. Go go read your kid a fucking book and stop going on the internet and talking about fucking lizard people. What is wrong with you? The storm is not coming. The storm is here. And you know what? It's raining on your kid's head because you won't fucking help them out because you went fucking batshit. You flipped a switch that turned you off and fucking made you crazy. And now your kid's going to be fucking crazy too. You got a gun in his fucking diaper. You're like fucking uh, uh, Lorraine Bracco and the fucking Goodfellas with the gun in the panties. You probably got a gun in your kid's diaper, gun under your fucking pillow, waiting for the lizard people to come. Fuck off. There are stories you never got answers on. 
That dude in Las Vegas shot 500 people. Remember that? <laughs> they said it was just like lone gunmen, and they never really gave us a motive. They were just like he was mad or something, and it like there was no investigation done into this fucking guy. Like you, you wouldn't. It, and then it turned out like he had. It was some weird thing where he had a connection to someone in in Stockholm. I don't even fucking know. It was like it was, it was that thing where like it was a story for a second, and then it went away because it was inconvenient to fucking analyze how this dude was able to get up into a hotel room with that cut heavy fucking machinery and gun down 500 fucking people. Cause that went away. I mean, remember, look, school shootings are fucking terrifying. They're awful and bad. And then that dude who shot up his building in Sacramento or whatever the fuck. And there's a guy in Florida, the, the, the pulse nightclub shooting. I think that was like 95 people, but the dude in fucking Vegas shot 500 people at a country music concert. And I, I don't recall any satisfactory answer as to why. That shit just gets tabled. And and then I, I got to go on social media and, and I hear about how, uh, you know, Mike Pence has a fly on his head. Who gives a flying fuck? Why'd some dude kill 500 people in Vegas with with a gun? That That's another thing. He didn't like just fuck. He didn't throw grenades at these fucking people. He didn't blow up a stage or nuke the fuck out of anybody. He's just pot shotting people from a fucking hotel ballroom or whatever the fuck smashes a window, which if you've ever been in a hotel, smashing the window is the hardest fucking thing or use the glass cutter, whatever the fuck he did again. I don't know. Cause there's not enough fucking facts about this dude. And I know what if he's going to write me and go, no, they solved this. And it was all that. And fine, fine. Maybe I'm uninformed, but I'm just telling you it just this fucking guy in Tennessee. Like there are stories that just go away because white dudes are the perpetrators. But then I see some black guy selling three cigarettes on the street and four dudes strangle him to death. And I got to hear about it for three fucking weeks because they all deny it. And they say, oh, by the way, he was a bad guy. He was mean to somebody once in elementary school. Nobody tells me anything about the fuckhead who shot 500 people or the dude. Yeah, he was a loner. The dude in the fucking RV. Well, he blew out a whole fucking city block. Some people actually spun it that he was a good guy for having the warning on the fucking truck. It's like, no, he's not a good fucking guy. He blew up a city fucking block. You cunts. What is wrong with you? But again, like I said, a black guy goes jogging in the wrong fucking neighborhood and two guys tackle him and fucking try to hog tie him. And then they wind up shooting him in the fucking head and then saying, oh, yeah, no, we saw him. And he walked by and he actually looked my wife. He looked at my mom through the window. So we knew he was up to no fucking good. And then and then, yeah, they get pinched, but not enough, not a fucking enough. But then there's all these stories that come out about how he's, he was a bad dude. Or like I said, he, he beat somebody up once in eighth grade or he was a mean kid. And it's like, so none of that means shit. That means fuck all. Give me some high school stories about the guy who shot 500 people in fucking Las Vegas. Let's do a deep dive on that motherfucker. Let's talk to his neighbors and see what they say. Oh, what they say. He's a loner. He was quiet. Of course. Maybe we, maybe we dig below the surface on that and find out just why one dude hauled up enough fucking artillery to fucking waste 500 people at a goddamn country music concert. And again, that's, that took some doing. Okay. He didn't, he didn't blow anybody up. He's fucking shooting. So he had enough time to fucking pick off 500 people. And look, I know these guns work in mysterious ways and they fire waves of fucking bullets. And I know he didn't kill 500 people. He just shot 500 people as if that's any fucking argument you want to have at this goddamn point. But Jesus fuck. Could we do some investigative reporting on these fucking guys? Find out. Uh, just tell me the, the dude with the RV talked to then They talked to the girlfriend and she's like, yeah, I called you guys a bunch of times about this fucking guy. And I'm like, Oh, okay, well, whatever. And it just, it just goes away. Like if that was a black dude or a Muslim dude or the fuck or an Asian dude, we, 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 we declare war on Yemen for no reason. And I mean that even if it was an Asian guy, if it was a Chinese national, they'd be like, you know what? Let's fuck up Yemen. Poor Yemen. 
Yemen always gets in the fucking way. Yemen's always waiting for us. and They just know that eventually someday the American footprint is going to stomp them into fucking sandy dust because Yemen dares to be Yemen instead of some part of the fucking empire. They're just fucking Yemen because that's who we pick fights with nowadays. You know what I mean? Nobody's like because they're like we're picking fights with Iran now because Trump's going to do that shit. There's fucking two weeks left in his presidency. You know, he's going to do every stupid fucking cartwheel he can. Because on, on, on fucking whatever the fuck Wednesday when they do this stop the steal bullshit fucking vote thing and it doesn't work, he's going to have two weeks left. And there's a lot of people like, well, he'll probably just graciously slink off to Mar-a-Lago. No, no, he will not. Absolutely not. He's going to do some dumb shit like declare war on Luxembourg or try to buy the fucking Wake Islands. I mean, he's just he's going to do something stupid. <laughs> he's going to he's going to negotiate the purchase of Hawaii. And then someone's going to say to him, hey, uh, uh, we actually, Hawaii's us. Like, they're America already. He's going to go, shut, uh, shut the fuck up. Hey, these are fun islands. It'd be a shame if something happened to him. He's going to fucking nuke Hawaii because somebody fucking gave him a bad pineapple once. He's going to do something really fucking stupid. And then they're still going to explain it with, well, you know, there are there, there's a lot of people in this country who think that he's, shut the fuck up. Quit going to diners and telling me about these assholes. Quit talking to me about these fucking people who support him. You want to support him? That's fine. But he lost. That's it. He lost. There's no fucking fraud. There's no bullshit. None of that shit. This isn't even about fucking policy or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I think he's a fucking whistlehead and every other fucking thing. But at the same time, he just lost. He lost. Okay. It's like it's like the Bears lost to the fucking Packers earlier today. All right. But I can't fucking storm around and go. No, no. I the Bears won. No, no, the, the Bears actually won. No, you didn't see the game right. You know, I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk to the referees and talk to everybody and see if there's a way we can go ahead and reverse the decision. No, you fucking lost. This guy fucking lost. Give me a shit. You know, I'm, I'm supposed to believe that now all of a sudden there's fucking voting fraud on Dominion machines and whatever the fuck. And oh, and all these people are stealing votes. And uh, no, no, I, I again, I love the fact that he lost just because he fucking lost. I love him having the pain of knowing that he fucking lost. And I love him knowing that like 80 million people voted against him. I love that they're so close to figuring it out when they're like, oh, you're telling me that this many people would vote against my father when there was nobody at the rallies. Yeah, because we stayed home on head from the germ. And, and the one thing we made sure we did was vote out your fucking whistlehead of a father. We just wanted that fucking guy to go. That's how much we hated him. We voted for a for a fucking six foot tall bag of oatmeal. Joe Biden, who's a fucking clown. I'm not a fan. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm digging that cat. But I'd rather vote for him than your fucking ridiculous dad with his bronzer and his fake toughness and his bullshit mobster nonsense and his fucking drone wife and and every other dumb fucking thing he did. It's just it's just embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing as an American to know that that's the fucking guy. And it's funny because like I, I have people on social media that I know who hate Biden. They're calling him Beijing Biden. And there's like, and of course they have these fucking racist pictures of him with his eyes slanted. And I'm just like, Jesus fuck. But I mean, I don't give a shit about that either. Cause like, just like I hated the people who said Trump and I hated people who said Cheeto in charge and mango Mussolini and every dumb fucking thing that they thought of, whatever the fuck that shit made nothing. It made no sense to me, but and I hated it, but whatever the fuck people did it. So that's why I can't be upset about Beijing Biden and all that other dumb shit. Because you know what? The, the other side did it too. Jesus fucking Christ. I tell you, we, we make presidents into Chia pets in this fucking country. That, that, that's like the ultimate insult. Hey, let's fucking turn your head into a plant. And they fucking do it. And they send it out there. Like, you know, I'm sure they don't pay these fucking guys or whatever the fuck. And I'm sure they're not donating the money to a worthy goddamn cause. The Chia pet people are just like, hey, let's make a Chia pet that looks like Obama. What the fuck? How dare you do that? But they do. And there's a fucking teddy bear that looks like Trump. And I'm sure there's going to be a, a fucking, I don't know a bowl of room temperature gruel that looks like Joe Biden that they're going to sell. 
sounded like a fucking cream of Biden, like fucking cream of wheat to this fucking set it out there with a side fucking bag of corn pops. This fucking idiot. I just and then they have these votes this week where they fucking they they had the vote for the two thousand dollar checks and fucking Kamala Harris misses. I'm on your side. We're moving in there. We're going to clean Trump out. She votes in favor of it. She gives she gives Trump the, the she overrides the veto and they skip the two thousand dollar checks. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Well, it's how far are you going to push people? How far are you going to push people in this fucking country? How far are you? Because, again, I, I will tell you this. One of those dudes who showed up at the mall yesterday had a fucking axe an axe. He had like a silver hatchet in his hand. And he's talking to the cops with a fucking axe in his hand. And I'm like, dude, you can't bring an axe to the fucking mall. What are you, Paul Bunyan? Get the fuck out of here with your axe. And who are you scaring? Are you planning on banging it? Because there's no, look, there's no reason to bring an axe to the mall. Just like there's no reason to bring a gun to Subway. There's just, you're just, you're just bringing a fucking bazooka to kill a fly. If you're not planning there being any mischief, don't bring a fucking hatchet into the goddamn Spencer's gifts. Jesus, fuck. You're asking for trouble. If, if you go rolling into fucking Hickory Farms with your fucking silver hatchet in your hand, someone's going to bash you in the head with a fucking salami and you deserve it. Have a fucking seat, man. Here's a cheese ball we're going to shove down your throat. I hope you choke on it before you chop me up with your fucking hatchet. These idiots. Guns in the subway so they can get a what? It's a, I sorry. Hey, I need a BMT. Oh, really? Well, did you need a did you want me to lay some suppressing fire so you can get that done? Should you it, very rarely when I order a sandwich, do I have to yell cover me? I mean, it just doesn't happen that way. But these fuckheads bring a goddamn gun in a subway. They're bringing guns everywhere now. Fucking hip guns and guns in their in their back holsters and just I and hatchets and this whole fucking thing's ready to fall apart. This is a goddamn house of cards. And and I all I can do is watch it. And that's and that's why, you know, we're, we're coming out later. Because I'm like, what am I to talk about this week? Because I don't do anything. I sit in the fucking house, and and um, and then I and then I convince then I believe me, I'm my own worst fucking enemy. Because then I convince myself, well, you don't have anything to say. Well, there's nothing good. When I've told you this a billion fucking times, so then we spiral out of fucking control, and it's like a weight in my goddamn chest. And I'm like, well, that's not gonna happen. And then I stepped on a fucking scale on January first, and I went, holy shit! Oh, let me tell you something. Remember, last year was the year of I will. Uh, this year is the year of I hope I don't die. Because my heart has to be the size of a goddamn basketball at this fucking point. Because I have done major damage to myself in fucking nine months. I, I now now I know what every fucking pregnant woman went through because I, I have put on more than enough weight to squeeze a kid right out of my fucking taint. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I'm wondering, I'm hoping I have a baby. There's shit kicking around in my stomach. I don't know what the fuck it is. But Jesus am I a mess. So now like I'm I'm preparing and again. I actually considered this too. I was like, well, this should this year be the, like the, the positivity where we, we, this is the show where we look forward to this year and we go, you know what? Here's the good things that are going to happen. Well, let's do this and let's move forward and let's make these good things happen. And it's like, I got, I got fucking, I don't know. I can't, I can't talk like that right now. Cause I have no positivity. I, I can pretend that I'm going to stop. Hey, you know what? I'm going to climb out of my noodle coffin and I, and I'm going to stop. Uh, I'm going to eat healthy. But then when I say I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to make, you know, I, I have my instant pot. Like I thought about making beef stew and I'm like, oh, that's what I want. <laughs> that's right when I think I'm fine. Like I went to Lenny's for fucking New Year's, uh, New Year's Day and we watched Notre Dame. We watched the football games. That was totally fun. And I brought over a fucking deep dish pizza. I'm a fucking idiot. He's like, hey, man, I'll come over and I'll make uh, I'll make black eyed peas for the new year. He goes, but I won't make it until the second game. So I went early for the fucking Notre Dame game and I brought a pizza for lunch. 
because I got a gift card for fucking Christmas. And, and so I brought a deep dish with fucking double sausage and double fucking cheese. And uh, I know what you're asking. Did they fuck it up again? Yes, they fucked it up again. Fucking idiots. But it was free. I don't give a fuck. But uh, but I brought it in. And, and then the guy tried to fucking steal money from me. I mean, that's a long story. So uh, but I brought the pizza over. And then Lenny made fucking black eyed peas with turkey Italian sausage in them and fucking and over rice made with chicken stock. And dudes, I was eating it and it was just it's just it just tastes like home. It tastes like growing up. I, I love home cooked food. I never make it. And because I'm alone, I think to myself, I should make something in the instant pot. And now it's cold. So I'm like, oh, you know what I want? I want to fucking I want a beef stew. That's what I fucking want. I just want to make a goddamn because I made some beef stew, some badass beef stew when I was fucking uh, dating Jill. You know, I was at her house. I made fucking carnitas in the slow cooker before. I made fucking the 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 beef stew for her and shit like that. And oh my god, was it great! And red wine in it and fucking some fucking Beaujolais. You know what I mean? Just like just a crusty. Here's what you do. Here's the fucking thing that you do with a goddamn stew. You know, because it's winter weather. It's got that fucking gravy which is rocking. And gravy's good and the stew's good. But you don't. You want to soak up all the fucking gravy. Here's what you do. You get like a because I don't. I'm not a crusty bread bread dude. Like I don't. French bread is fine. I don't, I don't, it's not my thing that I, I don't like a sandwich on a crusty French bread, but if I'm eating like a fucking hearty soup or a stew, give me a crusty motherfucking French bread, preferably hot right out of the bakery. And you bring that shit home. Then you fucking whack it up. And you, here's what you do. You pour You put a half a stick of butter on a big piece of fucking crusty bread. And then you put your stew on top of it. Oh, dudes, you put it in the bottom of the bowl and then you cover the butter and the bread it's just so then the butter and the bread melts into the stew and it just it turns into this fucking completely different thing. And it's just this. Oh, it's you know what? It's like a gravy tampon. Like it soaks it all the fuck up and you're just ready to fucking chow down. It's just a gravy tampon surrounded by beef, carrots, potatoes, pearl onions. Ooh, that's good. Goddamn eating, baby. But the thing is, I can't make a fucking stew because if I make a stew, I'll, I'll eat it for fucking, you know, I'll make it's 10 pounds. And I know you're like, well, why don't you alter that recipe? Because then I'll fuck it up. I know I will. If I put in one, the one, one wrong splash of wine or whatever, because then you fuck up a whole batch and I can't fuck up a whole batch of stew. I know how to cook for a bunch of people. I can't cook for one dude, even though I'm only one dude, but I eat like a bunch of people. So it comes in fucking handy, but then you make a fucking big, uh, big fucking thing of stew and, and I eat it for like two days in a row and then I'll even eat it for the third day in a row. And then I'm like, I can't, I got to fuck. And then Lenny's like, freeze it, man. Hey man, freeze it. And I'm like, I can't freeze this shit. Cause then I'll forget about it and I won't eat until like fucking July. I'll open it up and you don't want to eat a gravy tampon in July. It's all hot outside. And you're like, Oh, maybe I'll heat up some gravy. Oh, nobody wants to eat any fucking gravy in July. Gravy's not a summer food. Step off gravy. Know your fucking place. You know what? Show up in October and then stay till fucking March. And then adios gravy. Go back into your fucking, your hole, go back into your gravy hole. Uh, all right. So, so I went to Lenny's and I had fucking big black eyed peas and ate it. And I just, and I was like, you know, I saw my weight and I'm like, all right, well, let's do this. We got, you know what? I'm going to walk every day or I'm going to, I'm going to cook now. I'm going to do all these things. And I, but I still have, I literally have like six bags of potato chips in my house right now. I got a, I got a bag of fucking like plain because I got a French onion dip with it. I got some sour cream and onion working. Uh, I, I got, I got chips. I still got half a pumpkin pie in my house. <laughs> all my candy's gone. I will tell you that all of my chocolate candy's gone. No, it isn't bullshit. Uh, I forgot that uh, my buddy double J gave me a fucking uh, the bar none. I got still. T- I, remember I said all my candy was gone a second ago. I meant to say that I have 24 candy bars left. So it's, it's kind of the same thing. 
Uh, but I, so I was going to make this show like a, Hey man, let's all fucking, let's all jam and get ready. And let's, but I can't, I can't even make that fucking commitment. I want to, but what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? There's no gym. I can't go to the gym and get the fucking germ. The germ is out there lurking. What I want to do is I want to try to get a routine. Like I'm going to try to do this slowly or at least normally where I'm like, all right, you know what I'll do? I'll start getting up a little earlier. And then right when I get up, I'll go for a walk. What if I went for a walk in the morning? What if I had a constitutional? Do I seem like the kind of guy who needs a fucking constitutional? Do you think I'm a guy who should take the morning air? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm a constitutional dude going forward. That's what I should be. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's already January 4th. We're already four days into the fucking new year and I got no plan. I wanted to have a plan last year. It was the year of I will. Let's fucking do this. And then it was for two months, but then everything went to fucking hell. And so did I. So now I got to clamber out of this fucking, this, this ridiculous rye bread coffin. I've built for myself, this fucking carb grave. <laughs> I have to fucking emerge from stronger and ready for making effort. And, and, uh, and, and let's hope I do right. Let's all root for me. God bless America and God bless your friend, Mike Schmidt, the podcaster, because this is the year that he turns it around. This is the year that Mike beats the stomach. This is the year that Mike gets fucking control of himself and keeps it right. This is the year Mike decides that he loves himself enough to care enough about himself to make the effort to make himself the best person he could possibly be. Isn't that true? Isn't it? You guys can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt comedy.com. Let's do this over. I don't give a fuck. Uh, you guys can be my friend at, uh, oh no, well, first of all, you can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt comedy.com. You can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Mike four zero Y O B. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, KC. And of course, Max, that's where we were. How do we spin off of that? I don't know, but I'm glad we, uh, we got to this point again, David Hernandez. He's our friend, facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez. Go check out the artwork that he's done. Don't look at the paintings that he's done. Go look at all the cool stuff he's done for me on the Westside 86 Jokers page, which is the fan club for this page on Facebook. But also he's done a bunch of cool ass stuff for his, his group. As I've mentioned before, this is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb. If you want to join the group, send him a request. He'll send you some questions. You answer those. And then you're in the group. And then, and then you get, uh, you get to see a, a lima beans anus. Oh, it's attractive. Uh, that's why you want to be in there because there's all sorts of people fucking around and shitting on everybody. And it's, eh, it's a, a grandiose extravaganza where everyone gets to go ahead and make fun of everybody else. It's, it's beloved. Everybody who's in it loves it. So why don't you become a member? This is dumb. That's dumb. I'm dumb. You're dumb. First, become friends with Max at Facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez. And then he will uh, he'll find the page and you'll reach out and he'll send you questions and then everything will be fine. Won't it? Won't it? Uh, but I will tell you this. The man does many different things. He doesn't he doesn't just do that club. He doesn't just do uh, the paintings that he does. He does amazing artwork right now. He's got uh, some mechs memes working where he's a small guy. You'll check those out if you become his friend at Facebook. But I'll tell you this. The man also has what's this? Brace yourselves. What am I saying? Am I saying it's true? I'm saying it's true right goddamn now. This man has a podcast. What? You're goddamn right. Season one has ended this week. Uh, he's talking about holiday aftermath. It's uh, it's called Big Medical Skull Guy is the newest episode. Go ahead and pick that up. It just got it just it just got come it came out. It just got downloaded. It just came out this week on on uh Last week on Tuesday, Jesus Christ, it's Monday. Is there a new one tomorrow? There might be. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's Sunday for me, but Monday for you. Anyway, um, the Flem Cat podcast is amazing stuff. It's him being funny. Uh, it's him doing songs and singing. 
Uh, unbelievable, cool-ass stuff that David does, and you should check it out immediately. Post-haste right now. Go ahead. I'll wait. Subscribe if you haven't. Download if you must. No, subscribe. No, you must. You must subscribe and download if you haven't. How about that? We'll go that route. And go ahead and listen to, to David and all the fucking amazing things that he does there on his podcast. You'll, Like I said, there's all sorts of crazy characters there on the Flemcott podcast. Uh, there's uh, there's a, a guy who t- talks... Like this, I think. Is that how he talks? It might be. That sounded like somebody punched Paul Stanley in the face. Regardless, if you go to find the Flemcat podcast in the Apple podcast space, in the iTunes store, or wherever finer podcasts are sold, he might be on Pandora. I know he's on Stitcher, probably. Uh, He's probably on Spotify as well. Go find him, please. And that's two words. Flemcat, P-H-L-E-G-M, cat. The Flemcat podcast is there waiting for you to download it right now and go ahead and listen to a fucking amazing amount of incredibly talented sketches and songs and uh, and just great stuff that my buddy David has done for you by him. Check it out right now. And uh, and I'll tell you this, you know what? Not only not only does the man is the man a podcasting wizard, not only is he taking that world by storm, not only does he have a page called uh, uh, This is Dumb, That's Dumb, I'm Dumb, You're Dumb, uh, which is fantastic. And it's, it's, it's steamrolling Facebook as we speak. Not only is he creating mechs memes every goddamn day, not only does he contribute artwork to my show, uh, but you know what? This dude also uh, does amazing artwork that you can hire him to do. He can work in watercolor. He can work in oil paint. He can do your Facebook caricature. He can do any of those things that you would need him to do. And I know you're thinking to yourself, well, how can I see his work? Well, let me tell you this. If you go to facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez, you can see all of the artwork he's done for us and you'll get an idea of what that is. You can actually, I think, probably some, see some of the Facebook characters that he's done as well. Check those out. See if you want to hire him to do that. Uh, you can also see some of the amazing just paintings and watercolors that he's done for people uh, who've listened to this show or family that he's he's known because he just does fucking tremendous work. And uh, you can also, if you want to see some other different styles that he does, go to his website. What's that? His website? Yes. The man has a web presence. The man has a footprint. The man has an electronic address, and you should go to it right now. Artbydmh.com. That's A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H dot com.
You know, it might be 2021, but that's not going to change the fact that we have sponsors. Oh, that's right. Plenty of sponsors. I think you may have heard some just before this and on the other side of that and then before this and on the other side of that other thing. (laughs) But also, did you know that we have sponsors that are podcasts? We do. The Paranoid Strain is one of them. Our great friend, Fearful Jesuit and the Paranoid Strain crew. And by the crew, I mean him and the lovely and talented Dana Unicorn. They bring you all of the cool ass conspiracy theories. They're tearing the lid off of QAnon and lizard people that I mentioned earlier in the show. And uh, and right now, if you go subscribe and download, you'll get a gigantic episode that is a uh, basically a a Voltron of all of the other six episodes that they had just previously done. I believe six, maybe five. I don't know. It's a big episode. Go listen. But also guess how lucky we are. 
Uh, just last week, he put out uh, an episode uh, featuring more of Stupid Land, uh, the people from the Paranoid Strain po- uh, soundtrack that he has going on, the Paranoid Strain Orchestra. Uh, you might not realize that, that these guys are here doing their Stupid Land stuff, but God damn it, I'll tell you what, our good friend Fearful Jesuit leaves no stone unturned when he's looking to have people go ahead and involve themselves in the show. And uh, it's an evening with the Paranoid Strain soundtrack, Stupid Land. It just came out Wednesday, which was what, New Year's Eve? So look at this. They, the ball dropped in Times Square, and two stupid chads jumped out and made a bunch of music. And God damn it, a Fearful Jesuit didn't scoop it all up and put it on the timeline for you right now. You can get it if you... And look, if you've already subscribed, you know this. You've probably already devoured the goddamn thing. Uh, but if you didn't subscribe, do it now. Go find it in the Apple Podcast space, the iTunes Store or Spotify or wherever you get good podcasts. You're going to find the Paranoid Strain Podcast with our friend Fearful Jesuit and his faithful partner, sidekick, whatever you want to call her, Dana Unicorn. Uh, And I've talked to him and I know what he's got coming up in the new year. So you definitely want to go ahead and subscribe right now. Go ahead and leave a review in the iTunes Store, if you would, and mention me. Why not? I'm a narcissist. Go ahead and throw my fucking name in there. Go ahead and tell everybody you you heard about the show from me. If you'd like to write Fearful Jesuit a note, you can. Here's the email address. Theparanoidstrain at gmail.com. Theparanoidstrain at gmail.com. Go ahead and write him a note and tell him, hey, what's up, man? Hope you're good. And he'll say, I'm good. And you'll say, that's great. And he'll say, okay, bye. And you'll say, bye. But also tell him in that note that you found the show through me and you love me and you love him and you love us both. And, you, and you'd love to see the two of us just fucking making out. Eh, maybe you don't mention that. Let's not go that far. Uh, but tell him you love the show and you love this show and that show and your show and my show. You love all of these shows. You love all of them together. Uh, particularly the paranoid strain because they, uh, they sponsor us, man. I mean, look, you love us, but you, you, and I don't know who the us is. It's the colloquial us, but go ahead and love the paranoid strain. They are also fantastic and part of Mike Schmidt's friends, my friend tree, my podcast friend tree family, uh, of who, and you're, I know you're thinking to yourself, well, who else is on there? Well, first of all, before I get into that, I must continue to tell you that the paranoid strain is available right now in Apple podcast space. Hold on. You're a fuck. It's all over the internet. Just go, just put paranoid strain in. It's going to leap in your face like the goddamn alien and cough up some alien babies in your stomach. And then you're going to terrify everybody at fucking breakfast. So, uh, so go ahead and check it out. It's the paranoid strain podcast available now. Subscribe please. And listen to cool ass things because that's all he puts out is some fucking cool ass things, man. I just want to adjust it in my chair there. Did you hear that squeaking? I think you did. Uh, I mentioned podcasts and I mentioned family. Did you know that there's a Misfit Toys podcast co-op? Uh, I'll bet you did. That's me. Hi, I'm in it. My name's Mike. Uh, I'm in the Misfit Toys uh, podcast co-op along with uh, our good friends, uh, Jimmy and Matt and Elliot and Garen over at Never Not Funny, which is a fantastic show that I've been involved in in the past. And also Doug Benson hosts Doug Love Movies. Doug love movies. Doug loves movies. I can't, I can't jip that man out of a consonant. Doug Benson hosts Doug loves movies. Todd glass hosts the Todd glass show. And of course, Jen Kirkman is, is hosting no fun with Jen Kirkman. And Jen's also got her fucking thing tricked out to do audio and video, just like never not funny. It's these people. It's amazing. The leaps they've made into the future. And, and I stood still and watched them sprint past me. Aren't I smart? I had a hiccup there in the middle of it. Aren't I smart? Uh, and also, you know what? There's Jonah Ray, whom you may know and love. He's our good friend, and he's hosting the Let Me Watch Your Movie With You podcast. And that's Jonah Ray watching movies with, uh, well, not with you, with the stars of the film. He doesn't want to watch movies with you, you peasant, you dirt eater. 
But if you're a celebrity and you got a movie, contact Jonah Ray and, and then do that and you'll be on the podcast. Won't that be grand? It will. So Never Not Funny, Doug Loves Movies, Todd Glass Show, No Fun with Jen Kirkman, Let Me Watch Your Movie with You by Jonah Ray, all in the Misfit Toys podcast co-op with me, your friend Mike. And, uh, and you can find those right now if you Google them online. You'll check them out and love them. And you'll go ahead and subscribe to all of them in the podcast space. And you might even hear my name mentioned on them or, or even my voice. If I, if I, because uh, there's some audio drops we're all supposed to do and share. And, uh, and yeah, you might even hear their voices on my show. You might hear a lot of different things. You might just hear me fucking shoot myself in the fucking head. If you're a gunshot, this show's over. Uh, but please go check out the shows on the Misfit Toys Co-op. They're fantastic, and they are waiting for you right now to download and or subscribe. You want to book me for something? I bet you do. You want to book me for Cameo? I think you do. I, you know, I've mentioned this before. If you're going to financially support the show, this is a very good time. Uh, so right now, folks, uh, if you want to book me for cameo, I'm available there right now and I can leave you a message like our good friend Danny Mac did this week. Danny Mac from down in Long Beach booked me for a cameo and I yelled at him and did a bunch of stuff and, and talked to him. Uh, and, and you can go ahead. I believe he shared it on the West side 86 jokers page, which I was not expecting. I will tell you this, like when I do these, you know, obviously it's personal for the person that, that asked for the cameo, um, and so I talk to them as if I'm only talking to them. But then when it's when everybody can see it, it always feels stupid. It's like they're eavesdropping on a phone call. Uh, it seems silly to me. But I mean, if, they, if you want to check that out, you can check it out. I believe it's on the Westside 86 Jokers page. But if you want to book me yourself, you can go to Cameo. It's bookcameo.com or get the Cameo app on your phone. Look up my face. There's me lurking. Hi. And uh, and I think you can actually watch some of the cameos that I've done. And and why would you do that? Because some of them are far too long and ridiculous. I'm trying to keep them all streamlined now, although that's not always a good thing either, uh, because I try to do something and then it doesn't go the right way. And oh, my goodness. But the bottom line is, if you want to hire me for cameo, uh, you can do so at bookcameo.com or on the cameo app on your phone. If you want me to tell people that, Hey man, let's all start exercising and, and turning a new leaf and get some resolutions here in the new year. I'll do that. If you want me to wish somebody a happy Martin Luther King day, I can do that. That's coming up this month, right? If you want me to talk to you on Eddie Van Halen's birthday, that's at the end of this month. I'm happy to do that as well. If you want to talk about football or the Super Bowl, or you want to discuss college, whatever the whatever the fuck you want to talk about, I can make it work. Now, look, we're not discussing anything. It's just me giving you a static video as I talk in circles about a bunch of nonsense. But you like the podcast, so you like that kind of thing. So why not hire me to do it? That's that's 15 bucks I got to get. That supports the show. So go ahead to bookcameo.com or get the Cameo app on your phone. Download it and go ahead and say, you know what? This is the guy I want calling my aunt to tell her to have a fantastic holiday. What holiday? Who the fuck knows? Is there a Portuguese holiday in January? I'll wish her that. Happy Portuguese holiday there, Aunt Joan. Whatever you need me to do, I can do it because I need $15. That's, that's, that's a quaint slogan. Whatever you need me to do, I can do it because I need $15. So hire me for Cameo, please. Why not? Uh, you can also, if you go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com, which I mentioned earlier in the show a couple of times, I think. I got ahead of myself uh, in the upper right hand corner. You'll see a button. That's a little horn boy. It says donate. And if you click on that, it'll take you to PayPal. And you can actually send me a PayPal chunk. If you want to think of me and do that, that's super cool. Thank you so much. But also, but also, but also, but also listen to this. But also, uh, if you want to do a monthly thing instead of a one time donation, you can do that as well. You can subscribe via that button there at Mike Schmidt Click donate. 
and then you'll be uh, you'll be donating money every single month to PayPal. Why wouldn't you do that? That's a cool thing to do too. Help support this show, which everybody needs to do. Nobody needs to do it. I mean, I would like people to do it. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, and also, did you want to become a patron at Patreon? Yes, you do. Become a patron at Patreon, and uh, you're supporting this show. And there's uh, you know uh, there's all sorts of grandiose plans and things like that. We've discussed this before. <laughs> if you go to patreon.com slash mike four zero y o b, that's patreon.com slash mike four zero y o b. Fucking yawning, goddammit. Patreon.com slash Mike four zero Y O B. You can go ahead and uh and become a patron of this show and support the work, support the podcast, support it coming out now on Monday or uh or Thursday or whatever, or give me a fucking break, or don't yell. Uh but subscribe at patreon.com slash Mike four zero Y O B. Like our good friend Rob radio Rob did. He went ahead and subscribed and became a new patron. And that made me very happy. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for thinking of me and becoming a patron and helping out the program here. That's super cool. And, uh, and that gets me even closer to my goal of being a sustainable human. That's what I want to be. I want to be a guy who's able to pay for food and bills. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh my God. I now look, I want to get out on the road. I want to have merch. I want to see you people. There's a million things I want to do, but you know what I need to do? I, uh, I need to pay my rent and I need to pay some bills and everybody who books me at cameo, like Danny Mac, everybody who books me at uh patreon, or becomes a patron, like our good friend, radio Rob. Well, then you guys are helping me toward my ultimate goal of continuing to draw breath. Thank you so much for that. You guys are the best for thinking of me. So go to patreon.com slash Mike four zero Y O B and uh, support the show that way. Go to cameo, go to Mike click on the little button in the right hand corner up top and go to PayPal. All of it is cool. Supporting this show uh, financially really, really helps. And I appreciate you thinking of me. Thanks to everybody who's done so already. You're the best. Um, Oh, I have channels. Let's tell you about that. I've got youtube.com. That's right. YouTube.com slash the 40 year old boy. That's my YouTube channel. Uh, And like I said, it's a new year. So there's plans where I might be doing YouTube streams, like conversations on there, not just Twitch, because I know there's people who are scared of Twitch. So I might be doing some streams on YouTube.com slash the 40 year old boy. If you follow and or subscribe to the channel, that would work out great. And then you'll always know when I'm going live. Same thing with twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. I'm going to be streaming five days a week now, Monday through Friday, five days a week, uh, two, three, four hours a day. Who knows, man? We'll see how it goes. Uh, but you pop in, there's some talking in the beginning. Then we play a game. Sometimes there's puzzles. Sometimes I'm murdering people. Uh, I'm going to try to expand and play a lot more games. It's going to be fun. Am I also going to do some shows in the middle of the night, some Twitch shows to try to bring in the overseas crowd? Maybe, uh, the plan for, as I've, and this has been a plan since I started it, but the plan for 2021 is to make the Twitch channel a, I'd love to be partnered by the end of the year, but that's going to be a lot of fucking work. Uh, but who knows, maybe we can do it and you can help if you want to follow or subscribe. That'd be fantastic. Go to Twitch and follow or subscribe to the channel. Uh, you can give money there as well. You can subscribe with Amazon prime costs. You nothing gets me five bucks a month from them. You got to renew it every month, but thank you for thinking of me. Uh, or you can just give bits or you can just contribute. That's pretty cool. Like our good friend, Jeremy does all the time. He's the stream dad. He takes care of the channel. And I appreciate that very much. Uh, but you can do it too at twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. You can subscribe and, and it helps me out immensely. And, uh, and you can get there and watch me do whatever the hell I'm going to do or five days a week. And that's the thing is if you watch that really helps. Cause then, uh, they actually have an algorithm where they figure out how many people are watching any given stream. And then they take the average of that over a month. And I could actually start having ads and become a partner where I'm making real money. And by real money, I don't know what the fuck that means, but I'd like to make some money. That'd be pretty cool. 
Um, so thank you so much if you want to do that. Twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. Go watch me. Like I said, it's going to be Monday through Friday. I'm going to be there for three hours a day at the least. Streaming murder, streaming puzzles, streaming fun stuff, streaming uh, all sorts of neat games and having a good time and, and talking and doing weird taste tests. Oh, it's it's an amalgam. It's a, it's a whole booyah base. It's a goddamn crazy quilt of content. And it's available right now at twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. And also repurposing the streams onto YouTube. If you're terrified of Twitch, you can watch the streams after the fact on YouTube at youtube.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Look at me with two separate television channels. Will I start using them properly? Who knows? (laughs) But I can tell you about it. Isn't that great? I think it is. Uh, And stay safe out there, man. I'm fucking... California is literally the epicenter of the disease. Now we are, I just saw a thing where they were like, California is the most dangerous place on the planet. And that's, that's just, that doesn't even count the pandemic. That's just counting fucking like earthquakes and fucking heat and all sorts of bullshit. And I'm, and I look, I don't know how they arrange these fucking numbers and they haven't even worked in the goddamn pandemic, which is absolutely kicking us in our fucking sun baked balls. It is such a mess out here, dude. And, uh, and, and here's the thing. Like people are fucking weird and they're pissed off and some people don't wear masks. And like I said, they're storming fucking grocery stores and whatever the fuck else. And that's fine. I hate it. I don't like it. Uh, but then you try to tell them, you're like, look, man, look, nobody, because they also with the vaccine, there are people out here who won't get vaccinated. Like in Riverside County, like 50% or I think it was 40% of the medical professionals wouldn't get vaccinated because, because what? Because I don't know, because they're scared because they think it's going to turn them into a fucking seahorse. I mean, I, I have no idea. What the fuck? Take the vaccine. Do you know how bad I want to go to the gym? You know how bad I want to go eat food off a truck? I'll take the vaccine any fucking which way you got it, man. And then we get people destroying the vaccine. You see that in Wisconsin? Some dude took it out of the fridge on purpose and destroyed it. Like, this fucking country is a goddamn mess. What a fucking coin flip this place has become. And and you try to convince people, because then there are people who still think they're going to get tracked. You ever see those people who are like, oh, yeah, no, Bill Gates is going to track you with the goddamn needle and the fucking vaccine. And it's like, dude, Bill Gates doesn't give a fuck where you're going. Couldn't care less. Not at all. Not interested. But then... You try to convince these fucking banana heads that nobody's going to fucking track them or figure out where the fuck they're going. And then the new iPhone update on my phone has a fucking COVID tracker on it. Like you can, you can turn it on and then it follows you to wherever you go. And then it will alert you if you've been to a place where a breakout has occurred. And then you can go ahead for contact tracing. And I was like, well, no, 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 this, this seems helpful to you, but it's not helpful at all. Cause we just barely started convincing some of these ass fucks that you don't want to track them. And now the ghost of Steve jobs is going to watch them go into a fucking venture or a TJ Maxx venture. How the fuck did I pull that star out of my ass? They're going to go to a TJ Maxx and go shopping. And the ghost of Steve jobs is always on. I mean, these people were fucking squirrely before, but now you just fucking go ahead and put it right on their goddamn phone. And I know it's a thing where that's like, if you flip a switch, you can opt in. Well, guess what? You think you're going to convince these fucking people that now that the COVID trackers on the phone, they said st- that the switch is going to keep you from tracking them. They all think now that you're fucking following them all over the goddamn planet. We were just about to talk these crazy motherfuckers down. We were just convincing them that Bill Gates didn't give a flying fuck if they went out to fucking checkers and got a goddamn bacon cheeseburger or if they went to fucking rallies or whatever the fuck. But now it's on their fucking phone. So wherever the fuck they go, they're going to think to themselves, oh, fuck, do I really want to go ahead and stick my dick in this glory hole? Because the ghost of Steve Jobs will watch me and he'll fucking frown at me in his turtleneck. You fucking idiots why would you do that we were just about to fucking get these people on board no we weren't we weren't getting anybody on board why do we even pretend why did I pretend that we were going to fucking talk anybody anything it was like even if we were making any sort of headway at all the second the iphone covid tracker came
came out, you knew they were going to fucking go, oh, fuck off, and just barricade themselves in their fucking house, just use their iPhones as targets, and now they use the Android phone or whatever the fuck, or cans and string, which is a lot more befitting these motherfuckers and the way they fucking handle their goddamn business. That's it. Just you Jedediah motherfuckers, you you Jebs, you fucking Ezekiels, just, just hide in your log cabin behind your hedges with your fucking rifle and your barefoot ass talking on cans and strings as you start to plan for this fucking planet to fall the fuck apart. Don't let us fucking get in your way. Don't let us just just fucking separate yourself. That's all you got to fucking do, man. Nobody wants to fucking see you guys in your bullshit. Just go fucking grow your beards in fucking peace and leave us the fuck alone. Nobody gives a flying fuck about tracking you or where you're at or your moonshine plant or your fucking opossum eating bullshit. Go eat all the fucking small critters you can shoot and leave us the fuck out of it here in the cities, goddammit. Let city people be city people. You know what, country mouse? We don't give a fuck about giving you the goddamn medicine. You go ahead and boil up some fucking roots and, and stir it up with some gasoline and Vaseline and put it on your fucking arm and see if that goes ahead and fixes your goddamn Podcast! Podcast!